Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Wasted Content episode 46. I am Anthropos. And I am Ozymandias. Joining us in studio in the Wasted Space, we have Mr. Orgasmatron. I am the one, Orgasmatron. <laughs> and if you're wondering why you didn't hear a fucking genuine crack of a fucking can or opening of a bottle, that's because Mr. Ozymandias wasn't recording. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Get your oh, shit together. That was good enough. <laughs> You've had what? Fucking just to the point. 40, the just 45 the episodes point. to get your shit together, bro. <laughs> mm, yeah. I think if we might have, if we didn't mention it, yeah. we might have fooled yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, the cat's out of the bag now. Uh, either way, thank you for joining us for episode 46 of Wasted Content. We are going to be enjoying a lineup of McKellar beers with the beautiful bomb at the end of it from Boulevard Brewing Company. Say what? To start us off, we have from McKellar Brewing Company over in San Diego. We have McKellar Brewing Company Santiago. and Modern Times joining together for Diamond Waves. This is a hoppy lager, hoppy, Ooh. brewed with white grape juice, key lime, and guava. It comes in at a 5.2 ABV, and let's see what we got in store for this fucking lager. Let's see what we got here. Let's pour this motherfucker. <laughs> Half the fucking beer on me. Yep. <laughs> Never fails. Alrighty, so for the first beer, the Diamond Waves from McKellar and Modern Times. This is fucking awesome too, dude. Wait, like, this on, is a collab? This is a collaboration beer to Very open nice. up the episode oh, uh, fuck yeah. between McKellar and Modern Times. Two highly renowned brewing companies. Yeah. Um very much taking, so. uh, taking on a style that I've never fucking heard of either. A hoppy lager. Hoppy lager. Um I, I've heard of like um what is it, like an IPL? Yeah. Uh Sam Adams had that. Uh, they yeah. featured that in a couple of their multi packs. They did. Uh, IPL Indian Pale Lager, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it's been done, but to see uh two very well renowned brewing companies taking their own twist on it. With key lime and guava and fucking white grape juice. This is fucking nuts. So uh, let's just fucking That's crack these motherfuckers open. Let's see what we got here. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, let's get some smelling notes first, actually. It smells like a fucking lager. <sighs> yeah, I get uh, some of the lager. I also get uh, a little whiff of the white grape juice. I'm getting the same. It smells like a goddamn lager. It, it looks like, like it too. Smells like a smells like um like a domestic American lager. It, it smells like a well crafted lager because there are a lot of domestic lagers that are just kind of subpar. Absolutely, and and I am getting a little bit of a of a white group grape juice sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, as far as visual appearance, it even looks like 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 fucking white grape juice. If you had it like in a frosty cup. That's kind of what it looks like. And then uh, the head, it's actually leaving legs behind um, very nicely. Um, looks very delicious, actually. Fuck yeah. Uh, very clear, very translucent. Uh, looks like it's going to be a very clean, refreshing brew. 
Let's see what we got, guys. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Oh, man. That is definitely fucking grape juice in that. Wow. How's that for a lager? It, right? It's very refreshing. It's delicious. Um, I get the white grape up front. Uh, I get some of the lime towards the end. And it's got a very delicious, sweet finish to it. I'm getting I'm getting a lager. I'm getting key lime. Very definitively key lime. Um, it's got a little bit of a tartness to it, but it's not overdone. Uh, the white grape juice sweetness is bringing, it's raining that in, and it's making a really nice balance. The guava, there's supposed to be guava in here? That's, um, I was going to touch on that too. Um, I, I don't get the guava. And this is, uh, I guess you could say, something that I have to complain about. Most beers that um, advertise guava on it just don't do it for me. I've had that experience. A lot of the ones that tout guava on their label don't really do it. I think that there's a little touch of that. There's like some kind of like muskiness mm -hmm. at the back end of this beer on the mid palate, I'd say back end of the palate, a little bit of a muskiness that is, I, I think is really developed as this warmed while we left the cans out for a fucking hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do feel like a, there's a touch of muskiness, but again, not overdone. If there's anything that's predominant here, I'd say that it's probably the key lime that's leading uh you have that 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 white grape juice rounding it out and then just a touch of the guava on the back end i'm getting a lot of the guava at the back end uh it's more of an aftertaste really uh, i'm getting a lot of the malty sweetness not necessarily grape but more coming from a malty from the actual bone. grain yeah. yeah uh which is traditional of a lager right um i key lime up front Fucking front and center is that fucking key lime, fucking zesty, fucking tarty, sweet taste. And then it rounds off with the fucking guava. Okay. One one more thing on it real quick. Um, another thing that it's advertised as is a hoppy lager. I don't get very many hops. A am, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, too. I'm not getting a lot of hops either. I'm not getting any like earthiness or dankness. I'm not getting any pininess or Boston uh, Lager is hoppier than this shit. For sure. <laughs> There's a little dankness here. I mean, just a little bit to speak of. Mm -hmm. it, it's very muted, very subtle. Uh, it, because it finishes off so dry, I think it, it kind of elevates it just a little bit, that dankiness, but it's not coming through at all. You're getting a lot of the key lime, you're getting a lot of the grape, a lot of the lager, but not necessarily the hops. You're right. I'm, I'm catching a bit of a, of a bitter bite. But I'm not gonna say that's hop. I'm gonna say that's more of the key lime, and um, and more directly, the the zest of the key lime. Mm -hmm. It's got yeah. that kind of like uh, like citrus zest bitterness to it, and it really kind of stays on the palate. That's the only thing that I could say would be reminiscent of hop. But definitely not getting a lot of hop here. I think this is super fucking refreshing. Uh, Real crisp and dry too, which I'm really caring for. I think that that's a must for this style of beer. Just a very clean, dry, crisp finish. So a, a little bit of like a biscuity kind of finish to it. That's really nice. Well crafted by McKellar and Modern Times. I agree. I agree. Um, if if you go based off of what's advertised, I mean, you may want something a little bit hoppier. Me personally, I'm used to a lot of uh, hop heavy beers, fucking Stone Lagunitas. Um, 
fucking ballast point and all that shit. So uh, um, my my take on this might be a little biased because I'm used to hoppier beers. Um, but by no means is this a, a terrible beer. I'm actually enjoying it very much, regardless of what's fucking labeled on the can. I don't mean to knock this down any notches, but to me, it tastes like a craft beer version of a Mexican lager with a lime in it. Without the skunkiness. Without skunk. <laughs> without skunk. Less skunk. skunk. Um, it, it really does taste like a Mexican lager with a little bit of lime in it. That's really nice, but like a craft beer uh, take on that. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to rate this. What do you have? For the Diamond Waves from McKellar and from Modern Times, I have a very solid 6.5. I was just gonna say 6.5 um you know what it's it's a it's a good beer i'm i'm not really inclined to knock it but uh, i just don't feel like some of the things that are advertised like it being hoppy or the guava um it's just not quite there for me it didn't hit the mark that i was expecting um but i cannot stress this enough this is by no means a a, a bad beer it is very refreshing Definitely something I'd have uh, with the summer coming up. Um, but, you know, don't fucking sell me a hot dog and tell me it's a fucking Polish sausage, you know? <laughs> I've never heard that saying before. I just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Orgasmatron, neo philosopher. <laughs> here is going to be a six for me <laughs> it tastes like hot hot dog water <laughs> uh, <laughs> i would think that that would rate a 10 for you <laughs> you think so <laughs> not enough uh, hot dogs is, isn't that what you hydrate yourself with <laughs> hot dog water electrolytes <laughs> drink eight glasses of hot dog water every day <laughs> keeps the doctor away from what i hear damn okay this is news to me. Dude, electrolytes, <laughs> protein, fats. That's all you need, bro. <laughs> nitrates. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your hot dogs from, but mine don't have nitrates, bro. Assorted animal parts. What yeah. more do you need? <laughs> all right, man. So 6.5 for me. <laughs> a 6.5 from Orgasmatron. A 6 for you all as a man. It's going to be a 6 for me. Uh, I'm not caring too much for the abv on this i think they could have pushed it up a bit giving the flavors here it would have masked the abv a little bit it would have masked the abv well uh five percent what is it five point something percent we're in at a 5.2 percent 5.2 percent that's about i don't know an average lager they could have pushed it up a bit yeah i i agree <laughs> um and again i just think that it, it's a good collaboration um if the can wouldn't have said hoppy lager on it um this rating would probably be a little bit higher um i think the fucking white grape juice is genius on it it's not something you see you know out there very commonly in in a beer and i i just think it's very refreshing no shit man i've never met another beer that uh was brewed with white grape juice uh and 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 it's and it's very well touted in here uh fuck i think that in my 6.5 it does have something to do with the with the claim of hop in here um, but at the same rate, for sure, five point two percent. You could have taken this up a little bit. Uh, I I think uh, I think in terms of ABV, if you would have hit like a six to six point five on this, 
um, if you would have had a little bit more hot bite in here. And if you're going to put guava on the label, let's get some fucking guava. That's a really big fucking flavor. And I Beach, think, brother. Yeah, and, and you're going to have a lot of people that are excited about this kind of shit. Yeah. So don't put it in as something that you catch or look for on the exit or something that's residual on the palate. Put it something. It's a big flavor. It's I think not, it has to be front and center. For sure. Peach, I, I, I've had, I've had uh, sours that claim. <laughs> I heard that too. Peach, brother. <laughs> I've had uh, sours that um, advertise guava, and uh, you know, I don't mean to knock them. They just haven't done it for me personally. I love the guava fruit very much. Same deal. And um, it, it's you know, it, it's definitely pungent and sweet. And I just think that type of flavor really commands a presence. Uh, the only beer, the only brewing company that I've seen do the guava well. Fucking gold. Okay, Stone. Stone, Stone and the POG. Okay. For sure with the PLG. We just had some of those to pregame today. I think the one that did it best has got to be Golden Road. Oh, yeah. With the Guava Dia. Guava Dia was the fucking shit. Fucking hey, dude. Yeah. You want a Guava beer? Get some Guava Dia. Mm-hmm. That is fucking beautiful. Yeah, hey, fucking Golden Road, knows, they know what's up. They know how to do fruit wheat beers. Yes. They, they just take their base wheat beer and they just jam pack it with a bunch of fruit and... They have a great product. Mango okay. cart, fucking pineapple cart, strawberry cart, melon cart. A melon cart fucking. was kind of mediocre, though. It was uh, high. I it mean, high. granted, I do have a 12-pack of mango cart that I've had for a few months now that I haven't finished. I got a little burnt <laughs> out on it. it. It's You know, it was the mango cart. It was the fucking watermelon cart. It was the fucking pineapple cart. Okay. And, you know, initially they were okay, but I couldn't bring myself to finish the whole 12-pack. It just, um, it got... A little mundane after a while. Well, uh, do yourself a favor. Get out there and get the guava dia. Uh-huh. It is a fucking beauty. I will say the spicy mango cart was a little refreshing. Oh, that shit was fucking bomb. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's only available in a six pack. And well, you know, I, I, I finished those before I even got through half of the fucking. Before you tasted them, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were great, though. All right. Fuck it. Let's jump into the second beer of the lineup and then we'll open up for topics. All right. Fuck it. All right, guys. So what I have in my hand here is McKellar Brewing Company, San Diego. Fun with fodder. <laughs> the only notes on it are ale aged in oak fodder with boysenberry. Drink fresh. It's got this beautiful graphic of... Love uh, the fucking can art, dude. Yeah, dude. It looks like straight up like fucking Donkey Kong uh, Super Mario bullshit. W- what would that be? Is it the original um, Mario? It was Donkey Kong and then it was featuring Mario if I am not mistaken so um it was, I, I, most of my fucking childhood is on snes i don't remember anything on fucking same Nintendo. here same nes here. so uh but yeah i, I want to say it's donkey kong and okay. uh he's got fucking strawberries and uh there's a little shit fucking I think jumping around boysenberries because the beer is brewed with boysenberries okay well i mean i don't fucking know dude <laughs> I, I think of boysenberry i think of fucking not spray farm dude i mean that's all i know about boysenberries is uh, that they fucking same, read it same. yeah yeah <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, where the fuck is ABV? ABV on this bullshit? Um, okay, so it looks like we got 5.6 uh, ABV. Already, and fodder, fodder. Uh, I could I could completely be fucking way off Don't on know this what that shit. Is. Never Cannon, heard cannon fodder? So fodder. He left fodder. when I was like three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what a fodder is. Um, he I, left for a pack of cigarettes and fucking came back, smoked one, and then left. He left for a... <laughs> To get a charger for his e-cig. Um. <laughs> Modern day problems. 
um fodder i do believe that oak fodder would be um the the steaks that are taken from a barrel and uh kind of like churned up so they didn't age it in a barrel they just got a bunch of pieces little pieces from the barrel and just and then fucking just threw it in there threw it into the fucking okay. uh mash where was the steak though the steak yeah, was never mind yeah not like beef steak dude oh yeah, there you go sorry it was like not, a barrel of steaks. Talking about a stick of wood. Fuck, like, you imagine like, that? Aged steak? Oh, my God. <laughs> a beer <laughs> brewed with aged steak? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. If there's anybody going to do it, better be McKellar, man. Fucking Fuck name. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking beer brewed with fucking dry aged ribeye. Why are mm. we fucking funding this, dude? To get some fucking Wagyu on that bitch. Because <laughs> we're poor. Oh, fuck. That, that would probably rival the fucking Utopia's price. Uh, the fucking price tag. Yeah, <laughs> with some couple of pounds of wagyu, you know, they'll fucking <laughs> set that motherfucker like in the two hundred dollar range. <laughs> fucking hundred dollar four pack. Yeah. Didn't that bank out of business? <laughs> That's wamufu. Oh shit, wamufu. I'm talking about wagyu steak. Anybody what, know about wamufu? Which I can afford. I'm uncultured, so I don't know what the fuck what, what wagyu steak oh, is. Oh my god, it's you fucking know, Japanese bro. steak. Uh, the, top tier, bro. Yeah, like, like they fucking they baby the shit out of their cattle. And uh, mm-hmm. if you, it, there's no mistaking the the look of it. It's got like is that the one that's all marbled? Yes. It, it's got uh, fat marbling all over it. It looks like fucking tiger stripes. Oh. Um, yeah, it's. It looks it, like you when you take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tear. Those but, are stretch marks. They're not tiger stripes. <laughs> hey, you're beautiful either way, dude. Just fucking rub some cocoa butter on B-B-W, that bitch, dude. You'll be fine, motherfucker. <laughs> BBM. BBM? Yeah. What's BBM? Big Beautiful Man. Yeah, exactly. Because the W stands for a woman. Is that what uh, it stands for? I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Hey, for your fucking cute. I guess. <laughs> you're fucking you. cute. <laughs> you're thick, bro. With two C's. <laughs> three C's. With three C's. Yeah. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. This does not have Wagyu beef. It's not related to WAMU, Washington Mutual. Um, but it's... going to break everything apart, dude. I don't Jesus even know how the fuck we got Christ. there, dude. I don't know how we got here either. Okay, so I um, am here. (laughs) Here I am. Here I am. (laughs) He's playing hide and seek with himself. (laughs) Here I am. (laughs) Okay, so um, yeah, dude, uh, those are boysenberries. And I do believe that fodder is those barrel steaks churned, turned into pieces, just thrown into the mix. I believe that's what it is. Sounds so, right. Um, <clears throat> it's got it's got to have some oakiness. It's got to have some wood in it. I particularly am not a fan of sours aged in oak barrels because it it gets kind of like a funky fucking taste, and uh, it's not really uh, something that I quite enjoy. But hey, fuck it. Let's see what we got here, man. I've had one uh, barrel aged sour that I enjoyed. The rest were man. I think you're gonna enjoy this one. Man. Yeah, I had an aged sour from Progress, which is our hometown brewing company. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't done well. It was just. It, I mean, people it, fucking love a, that shit, dude. They do. Yeah. They really fucking do. These um, are the same people who drink fucking eight oh five and Blue Moon. That is and shocked. Absolutely up. true. <laughs> I mean, don't it's get me wrong. Chicks. I love Pro- Blue Moon. Progress Brewing has some good beers. Fat Henry, Fat Henry, for example. The fuck did you call me? The Vulture. <laughs> <laughs> the Vulture uh, Porter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they have some decent beers. Uh, I haven't tried their sour. I actually haven't been there in about two years. Um, I don't intend to. 
Um, Same here. You guys have touched on a topic. You fucking run into people from high school. You're just like, oh, hey, I never really intended to see you again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, go fuck off somewhere else, you know? Go fuck off in the corner. I've been Leave fine. Me be. I've been fine without your presence in my life yeah. all these years. <laughs> Follow us on Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your support. <laughs> Let's get to this, man. Let's crack this motherfucker open and see what we got. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right, Ozymandias, so you could smell this shit across the room, apparently, huh? <laughs> I did, I did. It smells fucking incredible. Uh, what is that, fucking strawberries? <laughs> strawberries, yeah. It definitely has a, a berry note to it. Um, it smells like a sour, you know. It, um, to me, it just sours smell and tastes like, you know, like wine. You know, it's fermented fruit. Um, but it, this fucking it, thing is giving me an oak on the nose too. Yeah, yeah it, it's get, get woody. Yeah, I get woody. I get woody, and then fucking uh, the beautiful color it has to it, man. It's like Hell a, yes, it's like a blood red kind of mixed with like a violet. It's uh, amazing. It's like fucking magenta. Pre presentation is fucking. It's it's great. I mean, there's not much I can say about it. You really have to uh, see it with your own eyes definitely the the head on this is like a very uh slight pinkish magenta uh it doesn't retain well but it's it, it while it's there it is a beautiful color and the the entire beard just the color on this is oh it's opaque it's a it's a dark magenta um yeah this is this is fucking it looks awesome it smells great i that can't wait does. to try this it's kind of reminiscent of that uh, left hand brewing nitro flamingo that we had. It looks like it, yeah, yeah. Uh, the same coloring uh, style here. Uh, it's very opaque, like you were saying. It's a fucking dark, deep ruby red that you cannot see through. That's incredible. Calls back to um, uh, fucking Wild Barrels uh, Vice Papaya Mulberry. Oh, as there well. you go. That that's an amazing one too. Yeah. All right, fuck you guys. Let's see what we got with the fun with father from Cheers. the Keller. Cheers. Oh boy. Man, I just, oh, it's got this tartness that, oh my God. One thing that's really growing on me about the sours is um, that fucking tart character that they usually have. And uh, when you mix that with the woody on the back end, it's just, it's an amazing mix. So uh, I'm getting everything that this beer should be, but I am, I am not a fan of it. I think that I'll take a sour on its own or a Berlin, uh, Berliner style, style wise beer on its own. But when they decide to put it into the oak barrels or like oak fodder, what they've done here, I don't know that those flavor profiles go well together. Uh, and that's for me personally. Uh, obviously, this this style has a fucking big following. 
There's people who completely fucking thoroughly enjoy this. We've had another sour uh, aged in oak barrels that was the Sour Nova from Almanac. Mm -hmm. And that was the bomb for uh, 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 an episode of Sours. And it gave me it gave me an insight into what this um, flavor profile is supposed to be. And personally, I'm not a fan. Everything that is announced is there, and everything that it sh that it should be is there. But I, I just I personally don't care for this. Um, I've learned to enjoy it. I, I've had my fair share of sours, as I mentioned to you. Usually, before I end up grilling or smoking something, or during the process of, um, I I'll usually have a sour um for whatever reason but it's just something that's kind of become a habit now uh and i've grown to appreciate the woody characteristics of the barrel um along with the fermented fruit and the tartness i i feel like um it's refreshing and um it definitely brings a new mix of of flavors to a beer this definitely <clears throat> sorry uh this feels a little bit like a transitionary beer uh, in the sense that a sorbet would be a palate cleanser between meals or between like courses of meals. This feels like it would be a palate cleanser for beers. I agree. Um, it, it's just like really overpowering with the tartness and just like really dry and overpowers your palate. Um, I can't say I'm a fan of it either. I have grown to like sours here and there, but God damn, this is fucking warhead, if anything. <laughs> you know, just like really sour. It makes you fucking pucker up at every fucking step of the fucking way. Um, but like Anthropos is saying, it gives you everything that's promising. There's Everything's wood, there. There's fucking boysenberry. There's the fucking presentation is incredible. I don't I don't know. It's just it, it kind of misses a mark for a an incredible beer. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to what's working in this beer, and um, obviously they're going for a sour. I think that rolling it back with the boysenberry, the the berry character here is jammy, and I think that 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 sweet jamminess of the berry is doing its best to try to kind of like rein that tartness a little bit back in, but um, it's just so tart that it it, it doesn't keep up with it. The oak fodder that, that was used in here brings in a complexity to the flavor. Um, there's an earthiness, a, 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 a woodiness. I, I don't want to use woodiness. I want to say an earthiness is probably the best adjective that I could use here. But it does bring a, a very distinct layer of complexity to the flavor profile that I think fans of this style will very much enjoy. The jamminess, it, they will very much enjoy. The sour, they will very much enjoy. Um, personally, just not a big fan of this kind of stuff, but uh, I can identify everything in this beer that works and would get it um, just uh, its renowned place in a, in, in, in a lineup of sours. I would say that my favorite thing about sours is uh, the tart character that it carries with it. Um, uh, you know, obviously, sours are usually pretty low or typically very low on ABV. Uh, on ABV. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's lacking in that department. Um, I personally embrace the tartness since probably the first sour I had. Um, I've really embraced the the tart uh, that goes along with a sour. Um, and this one, um, as you guys have both said, 
hits what's advertised on the can. So it's it's all there. Um, and the tartness, uh, I couldn't ask for more. It's it's spot on for me. My personal taste. All right. I'm ready to rate this. For Fun with Fodder from McKellar Brewing Company, I have a solid 7.5. It's not personally to my liking, but I can see everything that would go right with this beer and everything that would land well in the in the sour community, the people that fucking enjoy this beer. Uh, the layer of complexity brought in by the oak is, is astounding. I think that that's an incredible fucking addition to uh, what would just be a fucking very standard sour. And um, the only way that this could go a little bigger for me, a little higher ranking, would be bringing in a lot more jamminess of the berry. I think that the Vice Papaya Mulberry brought in super jamminess, and that's what led us to bring it up to a fucking 10. That was uh, 10 out of 10 in the sour category for us. So I think if you bring in a lot more sweetness to balance out that tartness, it gets a 10 for me. But in its in its state, um, very, very uh, acrid, very fucking sour, uh, very fucking puckering. And um, the, the fucking oak is awesome. And yeah, I just, I just feel that a little bit more ABV, a little bit more jamminess would really fucking wrap this up very well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this an eight. Um, I, I like the tart flavors. It has um, boysenberry. It's all there. I get the woody from the fucking oak barrels. Um, it's a very delicious beer. Uh, very well balanced for a sour. Um, ways that this could improve. I mean, I would say a little bit more ABV. Uh, though I do know that it is asking quite a bit from uh, a sour ale um, type of beer. Otherwise, um, it hits all the marks for me. It, it, it hits everything that's advertised on the can. I am not disappointed. In fact, I'm very delighted with this beer. The tartness for me is on, part, uh, on par with what I would expect from um, a very, very heavy ale. A very, very heavy ale? A very, very heavy <laughs> ale. There you go. <laughs> Say that five <laughs> times fast. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm going to give this a seven. Um, they are giving you exactly what they promised. They're giving you the boysenberry, and it's very fucking jammy, like Anthropos was saying. It's there. It's present. You have the woodiness, which is fucking... You have it on the fucking smell. You have it on the fucking taste. It's rounding off the fucking beer well. It's very well balanced, like uh, Orgasmatron was saying. But I don't think these flavors complement each other well. Um, you have the woodiness, that fucking like smoky earthiness, uh, with the fucking tartness. That's not is is just not complementary. It, it's not working well together. It's balanced, but it's not. There's no what's the word we were saying synergy. Uh, it, it they don't work well together. It's just I don't know. I feel like these two different things have their own fucking like idea of what a beer should be, which is either woody, dark, roasty taste versus a fucking sour bitterness. And it's, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. You you can have your cake and eat it too full. You can, you can. I think it's very obvious um, that he has his cake and eats it too. (laughs) (laughs) great success no comment 
I, I think he, he has his cake and eats two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seriously, Duncan Hines or Betty Crocker? Um, I don't know. Uh, for or box mix. Box oh, cake for, mix. For box cake mix? Yeah. Uh, Betty Crocker. I don't uh, listen to hip hop. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll Betty have to Crocker. Go Betty Crocker, yeah. yeah. I concur. Yeah, very good. Very good. I don't think I've ever had a boxed cake. Bullshit. No. I'm pretty sure you've had plenty of them. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Upper tier, bro. I'm making a fucking bakery. I'm making an educated guess. Puro fucking, fucking portos bakery. up in <laughs> this bitch. Puro pinche portos. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a boxed cake. It's just not something that I would want. Yellow really. cake. It's food. not appetizing. Yeah, yellow cake. You know that uranium fucking... patty, <laughs> patty. <laughs> uranium. that bullshit. Not not appetizing. It, it looks bland. If anything, anything I've ever had from a box is always just bland. It's not anything you've ever had from a box is just bland. Yeah, like just in general. Yeah, chocolates, yeah. Okay. That sort of thing. I see. <laughs> okay, I see you. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know everything. Like it's so mass produced. It's just like. It, it probably it was probably good at one point and she probably got fucking uh notoriety from her fucking cakes and it just it loses its essence at some point Kind like marie calendars you know how she uh got notoriety for having fucking comfort food and then next right. thing you know you're fucking buying pot pies you know fucking two for three bucks and yeah shit at winko what the, uh, the fuck's which, wrong with I that, mean, bro? I mean, they're mediocre, the you know. What's wrong with that? There's nothing like a fucking freshly baked fucking pot pie. Exactly. For sure. For sure. I just, I just really like pot pie. But dude. in a pinch, I fucking love pot pie, homie. <laughs> fucking ate, pot pie is my shit. He ate an entire pot pie for lunch, <laughs> dude. Whatever fruit they use for that pie, that's like the best fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes from like the turkey tree or something. <laughs> Meat. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like to drink, Kowalski? <laughs> Meat. Meat. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> it's the best fucking pie ever. Um, no shit. Um, but yeah, dude, just getting back to this one, I, I really do feel like if we had a little bit more jamminess, a little bit more sweetness to balance out the flavors here, I think you got a fucking heavy hitter. Um, as it stands, pretty okay. I'm pretty sure that this is fucking a 10 in a lot of people's books, though. I can see that. I can see that as well. Um, I'm just trying to be as fair as I can. I think it aids pretty respectable for this beer, in my opinion. I'd say so. All right. So, uh, Anthropus, uh, I want to... Uh, there's a couple things uh, that you've been speaking about lately in regards to trading stock. Um, I'm not as knowledgeable as you are. How, how's the market looking right now? Uh, I am more knowledgeable than you. Uh, more you, powerful. You. I am more powerful yeah. than you too. Thank hey, you for... in that particular fucking, <laughs> um, category, you know. They, thank you, thank you yeah. for for the qualification there. Knowledgeable and powerful. Yeah. Oh. Um, Not okay. only is he a neo philosopher, dude. He's also a fucking uh, demigod, a fin- financial expert, dude. Like uh, fucking top tier uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a financial expert offering you fucking um, paper with water poured over it as ashtrays <laughs> <laughs> do not make fun of the wasted content it's cheap and economical and the it official. works hey official. there you go it works this guy gets it yeah. <laughs> the official wasted content ashtray economical 
All righty. So uh, <laughs> fuck it. Let's talk about it, man. The market is crashing. The W is coming, everyone. Oh, God. Say goodbye to the V-shaped recovery. Here comes this fucking guy. <laughs> you have overbought and we are about to oversell everyone. The Fed has just had a press conference on Wednesday, on this past Wednesday, which I believe was June fucking 10th, some bullshit like that. Sounds about right. And uh, yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Everyone, ha- in the, go ahead. What's up? I hate to admit that you're right on this. Um, I, We don't know yet, actually. I, 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 I appreciate you preemptively. We call saw the market call crash on right. Friday, so uh, well Thursday. Thursday, Thursday was Thursday, like, oh, and it there was a slight recovery Friday. on Friday. So uh, I I have said it in a few episodes ago. It must have been three or four episodes ago. Uh, everybody was just like just all about the the V shaped recovery, and I kept on saying it's going to be W shaped, oh. and there was going to be another crash impending incoming. And uh, guess what? The Fed just triggered it. They might have. They might have. And and I'm gonna fucking just preface this with saying I hope this is not the next crash. And I say that because my portfolio is in fucking play with this. <laughs> so I fucking hope it's not. And I'm not willing to sell at a loss. I you hate sounded that. altruistic for a split <laughs> second. I hate that. I hate that. I don't want to sell at a loss. I don't want to watch my portfolio shrink. Um, it, it's, I really hope it doesn't happen, but here goes. This is what happened Wednesday. The fucking fed comes out Thursday. The market reacts. What did they react to? The fed came on and we were all looking at them to, or him. I can't remember this motherfucker's name, but we're all looking at him to give us a little bit of confidence to just kind of give us, give us a little bit of fucking back rub and just tell us everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. A reach around would fucking, be nice. Yeah, for real. <laughs> a reach and a reach around is fucking uh, required at this point. That's what you want from your fucking federal government. <laughs> so we're all looking for them to just pat us on the back and fucking just, uh, you know, fucking mess up our hair. Give you your participation trophies. And just tell us <laughs> that everything is going to be okay. And he tried. He really did try. But through fucking gritted teeth, it, it, it wasn't nobody bought it. The market didn't buy it. Nobody fucking bought it. Really, what the Fed was at that point in that press conference was apparent. And we have fallen down as an economy. We have fallen down. And uh, we know that we, we scuffed our knee. We, we know because we felt it and we just, we kind of fell. We're running, we're happy, and we just kind of <laughs> fell. Run home, Charlie. Run home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the market's going to be doing for a while now, That's what dude. It did for fucking two months. What the fuck are you talking about? Bullshit. It didn't do that for two months. It did that shit for like fucking a week. <laughs> and then for the past fucking two months, everyone got $1,200 in the mail it's and been like rallying. I know what I'm going to do with my $1,200 is invest in stocks. Exactly. Fucking exactly. Morons. I guess fucking I'm one of them. I'm dumb. one of them. And, and I have seen a, um, a substantial return relative to my investment. And um, I want to fucking keep it. I want to fucking keep it. I want more. <laughs> but we are a child. The economy, the market is a child and we have stumbled and we know that we scuffed our knee and we're looking up at our parents' face and it's the Fed. And, 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 and he's either going to react one of two ways. He's going to fucking have a big smile on his face and going to fucking pat us on the back and tell us 
everything's going to be all right. Just a little scuff. Mm-hmm. Or we could look up at his face and he could be looking like, oh, shit. Right? I haven't looked at my knee. I don't know how bad it is. But You're judging by look. the... Yeah, I'm scared to look. But judging by the look on my parents' face, <laughs> it's not going to be fucking good. Oh, boy. And he really tried. He really, really fucking tried. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take that back. Actually, immediately take that back. You know why this motherfucker said Great Depression like three times? And, <laughs> and, and he said it in the context of, this is not going to be another Great Depression. Oh, that's not fucking <laughs> reassuring. <laughs> what the fuck? Everybody <laughs> is talking about how this is going to be another Great Depression there goes number two. This will not be a Great Depression. You said it three fucking times, you asshole. Stop fucking saying it. It makes Stop me question that, you. Dude. It makes me question you. Don't fucking say that. Well, don't say that, please. Well. <laughs> Do you want him to lie to you? I want him to smile and pat me on the back and tell me everything's going to be okay. No. And I want him to kiss my knee. I want him to kiss my knee and just fucking just rub it a little bit. That's bullshit. The look on his face, man. He was fucking lying through gritted teeth. And the market saw it and the market reacted. On Thursday, the fucking S&P 500 fell by six points. On Friday, it bumped up by 1%. By something like 1%. It recovered. It bounced back by 1%. I have no idea what a few hours from now is going to offer us. But I have an inclination. I am fucking deathly afraid. That right now, we are teetering on the fucking verge of the next crash. And I don't want to be a fucking alarmist. I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I just know that there's a lot of new investors, me myself included, that have gone into this market while it's been a bull market. And it's been rallying up. And it's been overbought. And it has been fucking uh, just a, a, a dreamy fucking recovery. It has been a fucking... Uh, 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 an unbased recovery. This, dude, the market has never, it, it, I'm not going to say it's never, it has um, very, very rarely crashed that fast and it has also very rarely recovered that quickly. At this point, well, um, at Wednesday, before the fucking Fed came on, the market was actually right about where it was before the coronavirus hit. It only took fucking three months, two and a half months for the for the economy to recover from something that is globally on a macroeconomical scale devastating and now the market is going to digest that everybody has a fucking weekend to fucking look at where the market is now and realistically kind of gauge where it should be and i'm scared because a lot of these new investors have paper hands they have baby hands and as soon as everything turns red, as soon as you unlock the red uh, fucking um, theme on your Robinhood account, everybody's going to start selling off. Everybody's going to be pulling their fucking accounts, closing their fucking accounts. And um, I mean, it's a travesty, but I don't blame them. These are a bunch of inexperienced, like myself, uh, everything that I'm going to say applies to me. And myself. Um <laughs> A bunch of inexperienced people in the fucking stock market who are seeing a fucking negative reaction, who are seeing loss, whether that's from profits or initial investment, and are not willing to stay on the fucking ride. And I don't blame them. I don't fucking blame them. I really wish that the news that 
the fucking unemployment rate we the whole market the market analyst gauged it at 20 percent numbers come back it's actually at 13 percent i thought that was going to be good enough i thought that was going to be good enough but the fed has announced a few things that has made everybody feel weary about their investments about their portfolios now and that is they expect for the american economy to shrink by 6.5% by the end of this year by the end of 2020 they expect the american economy to shrink by 6.5% not only did they announce this they have also announced that they are going to keep interest rates at 0% which they already are because of the fucking crisis they're going to keep them at 0% all the way through 2022 that means we have two more fucking years of 0% interest which means we have 0% security for any other fucking um, gymnastics from the federal government, from the people that print money. We have no more that they can offer us except for uh, negative interest rates, which they, this is a fucking quote verbatim from the fucking Fed. It says, quote, we are not thinking of even thinking of negative fucking um uh what, what is it what the fuck was i talking <laughs> In, interest <laughs> rates interest rates thank you thank you we're not even thinking of thinking of negative interest rates hey don't think of about don't think of a pink elephant don't do it yeah Dumbasses! That inherit that innately puts that fucking thought in your yeah, head. Yeah, it plants that seed in your mind, and you just can't help but think about it. Uh yeah, I, I fucking, I guess I hope so, right? I would hope so. But if they're saying that they're not thinking about thinking about it, they have nothing to offer us. I really fucking hate listening to a bunch of fucking market analysts talk about how the Fed has gotten quote unquote creative with how they have approached this economic crisis. Mm. I'm fucking hate listening to the quote uh, i mean to the fucking people talk about quote unquote creative you know what the fuck they did they printed a bunch of fucking money what part of that is creative hmm? didn't Nothing. we see this in fucking 2008 all this does is fucking just uh inflation just goes up like a motherfucker dude if you if you got these motherfuckers coming out with something we've never seen go ahead and talk about fucking creative oh we're just gonna print a bunch of fucking money <laughs> What Same the, bullshit they always do. What, what part of that is creative? Shut the fuck up. Dude, the Fed has no fucking bailout for us anymore. They have no way to fucking help us other than the negative interest rate, but they're not even fucking considering that. But that would really be, at this point, seems like the only way to actually fucking pump this fucking patient up from its coma. The patient is still in bed. The patient is still fucking in a coma. They still have fucking, they still are in critical condition. And we economically don't really have any reassurance that there is going to be any other fucking measure to revive the patient. Really, all they're doing right now is fucking uh, damage control. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. really all it is right now. It's, yeah. just, it's a fucking Hail Mary of anything is, is what they're doing. It is. It is. And it's scary. And, um, I mean, if, if you if you haven't jumped into the market yet, hey, big ups to you because you are just 
about poised for a beautiful opportunity for a fucking eventual and we're talking about years bounce back all right there's a lot of people that got roped into this from march from mid-march crashing a lot of people that have been roped into this and have uh, uh realized wonderful fucking gains and you have a lot of fucking newbies that are at 200 percent or 500 percent or a thousand percent of their initial investment and they've had a fucking great time and uh funds over folks noobs be about to be shake be prepared to be shaked out of the fucking market you're gonna be fucking shaken out of the goddamn tree you're gonna fall down you're gonna fucking bust your head open on this motherfucker i'm not trying to be alarmist but i really do think we're headed that way and it's high time that the market is realistic about where exactly we are okay i see your point um so i know you've talked about this before and uh if you mentioned uh the implications that new investors have had on the stock market yeah um so would you say that overall as a newbie um is is it a wise decision to enter the market right now uh when it's crashing right now is the worst time you could possibly enter Right now, you're going to fucking totally fucking watch your portfolio collapse if you jump into it right now. I'd say give it a fucking week. Give it a give it two weeks. Give it a month. Who knows how long this dip is going to go for, dude? Um, but once you see confirmation and once you see that fucking leg start to come up, oh, man, you guys, oh, fucking, I fucking, I, 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 I am fucking jealous. I'm jealous. Because I feel that I was really excited about jumping in into midway on this fucking um, unbased recovery. And really, everybody that stands to gain out of this are the people that are going to catch the next fucking wave. Because this motherfucker is crashing in. It's going to fucking tumble down on the whole fucking market like a motherfucker. And everybody else who's uh, there when the dust settles is going to have a great time, I think. For, I think, I think maybe who knows how fucking volatile, volatile this thing is going to be for the next two fucking years with 0% interest. Who knows what banking is going to look like? Who knows what fucking real estate is going to look like? And all of the things that I'm saying right now, take it with a fucking grain of salt because uh, I've, I've, I've put in a lot of fucking hours into researching what the stock market, stock market is like. And the only fucking actual tangible takeaway that I could get from it is the market is going to do whatever it wants to whenever the fuck it wants to. The market is emotional. It reacts. And if you don't instill some kind of security and safety to it, it is going to fucking topple. And uh, with talks about the second wave coming and, and, with, uh, and, and with fucking... Um, uh, the Fed talking about this shit, 0% for fucking the next two years. You're not giving people a lot of fucking comfort. You're not giving a lot of people reassurance. And uh, this is fucking bad news. It's really bad news. For okay. anyone who stands uh, or anyone who has a portfolio, really. Okay. So uh, say I decide to jump in right now or even a couple of weeks from now, like you said. You know what? I, I'm lying. I'm lying. Jump in now, great time. Are you so, ready? Are you ready to bet against the table? Well, let's put it this way: um, I don't have much invested, um, 
but to me, the little money that I've invested, uh, it's as good as gone for me. <laughs> okay. It's as fucking good as gone for me. So the only way I see this going is if I hold for the next six months, year, two years, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I figure hopefully, hopefully it can't get any worse. I hope so. Um, but but I I've I've just caught myself. You're asking, is it a good time to jump in? I think anytime is a good a good time. Um uh objectively, but you have to be uh savvy to how to play when the market is going up in a bull market, and you have to be savvy on how to play the bear market. When it's a bear market, there are plenty of fucking options for you on the table for you to bet against the economy and make money. Yeah, yeah. it's never a bad time. Yeah. Uh, it's all about. I caught myself on that one. Yeah, it's never a bad time to enter the market, whether it's up or down. It doesn't really fucking matter. It's just how you're betting your fuck, where you're putting your fucking money in. You can bet against the market or you can bet with the market. Uh, unfortunately, the unfortunate part of all these new investors is they're not as prudent as Anthropos here. He's a new investor, but he did his fucking research and he's been researching every fucking day for as long as I could fucking remember about the fucking market, where to buy, how to sell what options are, and all this other shit. Um, all these new investors had suddenly a fucking $1,200 influx of expendable income. And they're like, hey, I've been told all my life that the stock market is where I should put my money. I'm going to throw my money here. Hey, Robinhood just made it a whole lot fucking easier for me to enter the market. But all they did was like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy blue chips. I'm going to buy big companies and it, it it created this fucking artificial inflation on the market because as soon as it dipped a little bit these fucking dumbasses <laughs> instead of making researching what the fuck they're buying and like actually realizing that there, there are going to be dips for sure i feel it's it high. goes up it goes down it goes up there's bear markets there's fucking all the other bullshit um bull markets it goes up and it goes down but these like people who aren't prudent <laughs> and not researching what the fuck they're doing and how to fucking make money off this, they get scared as soon as they see red. SMP right. is down. Holy shit. I'm going to sell. I don't care if I sell or loss. I'm going to take $800 from the $1,200 I invested because I don't want to lose the rest of the 800 And then it fucks with the market. I'm gl If it crashes, I'm kind of glad because yeah. it is going to shake off all those fucking bullshit investors that don't know what the fuck they're fucking doing. It really it's gonna is, shake man. off the chip posers. The chip posers. It's going <laughs> to shake them the fuck off the fuck. Get get these fucking, this dead weight off the fucking, fucking wagon. These shit stains. Get go, them out of here. Go back to your fucking Walmart fucking <laughs> job and get the fuck off the market, dude. Ah, uh, there you go. There's a reason why you're fucking making minimum wage, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> No shit, dude. All that information is out there, dude. I mean, uh, you have no excuse, really. Uh, you have. I the do have an excuse. It's just fucking gambling for me. I don't do research, <laughs> hey, dude. And that's like, uh, that's like, I would say ninety percent <laughs> of new investors over the fucking past three months. It's just people that are just looking for the ride. They just, just fucking ride. round round me up with them, dude. That's yeah. that's me. The only in thing, a nutshell. The only time I think it is a bad time to get into the market is if you think our fucking entire economical system is going to fucking disappear completely but it's not right yeah no we it rely isn't. too much on it exactly it's not dude the world relies too much on it yeah and um this That's is funny because we haven't even gotten into the fucking global impact of it we're just thinking of fucking stateside we're we are too big to fail essentially 
Yeah. We're going to get bailed out by whatever fucking means possible. I, I hope so. Like I said, the Fed really has not much to offer us anymore. No. And that's that's scary. I mean, printing you, money, you're, you're, you're essentially indebting our country yeah, more absolutely. than... Absolutely. At this point, you're basically is. at your own, and with every disclaimer, uh, this is at your own risk. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this, this program is not uh, yeah, authorized with to tell you how any economic investment <laughs> and financial... Waste of content is not a brokerage firm. Anything that you losses that you might possibly make. If you make wins, please donate to our Patreon. Um, Absolutely. I'm proposing <laughs> on that. Patreon, you assume the... You solely assume all risk involved with the investment. Absolutely. So, um, I, here's here's another thing. And and I think this is an uh, uh this is tinfoil hat time. Tinfoil hat time. Tinfoil hat it. time. Uh, this is a move to weaken the dollar. Every other economy in this world compares itself to the dollar. Yep. This is why you can go to fucking other third world countries and have a fucking blast with uh with a thousand bucks. Because every other fucking economy wants the dollar. We are the fucking global standard. Drug money is in USD. Yes, sir. Uh, the only matter, the only money that matters is in USD. And um, tinfoil hat time. This is a fucking move to bring the value of the dollar down. And um, this is tinfoil hat time in, wrapped in tinfoil hat time. This is because... And, 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 if, and if Donald Trump and his board are smart enough to actually be considering this, fucking hats off to you, gentlemen. They're betting against the market? Uh, no, not that for me. Mm-hmm. For me, it's you are bringing the value of the dollar down to make yourself more uh, less competitive with the rest of the fucking world. <laughs> what, what I mean by that, what I mean by that, when the value of the dollar is up, then guess what? It's really expensive to do business here. Yeah. I want to fucking, I want, I want to outsource shit because the value of the dollar makes it, makes my fucking cost of uh, my, my capital, my initial investment, my cost of operations a lot higher. So I want to fucking outsource my fucking production. Hence the fucking outsource technical support in India. Absolutely. Hence the per fucking manufacturing in China. There you now, go. if you bring the fucking value of the dollar down, that makes it competitive to the rest of the fucking global market. That makes it more viable to do business here. And Donald Trump has been all about bringing manufacturing back. He's been, he's been all about bringing jobs back to Americans. And really, if this is their fucking meta move to make the fucking... Uh, American economy competitive with the rest of the fucking world. Hats off to you, gentlemen. Jesus Christ, dude. that's tinfoil hat time meta. Jesus Christ, for sure. Okay, to quote Trap Lord, I don't buy it. Okay, because <laughs> because even American cars are mostly being manufactured in Mexico now. Chevy's got a fucking plant down there. Ford right. got a plant down there. Yeah. Uh, fucking Volkswagen's got a plant in Mexico. Nissan's got a plant in Mexico. This is just a fucking auto industry. Um, I think obviously we're all moving toward outsourcing and yeah, bringing manufacturing jobs to the U S uh, back to the U S is, is, you know, all fucking great for ratings and, and, and votes. You know, we are in election season, uh, coming up here pretty soon, but is it viable? 
is it viable when you can get the same shit done elsewhere in another country um for fucking pennies on the dollar well, uh, that's the point you're you're playing to my point there yeah that's the point yeah. is to bring the do- the value of the dollar the value of the dollar down so you bring manufacturing here you pay your employees less essentially right so you're fucking over the poor people people with money people with power are not gonna fucking feel it that much yeah it's only people who are fucking living day to day on their fucking 12 bucks an hour again i don't buy it because uh you factor paying for once you know you're paying uh american employees but then you also got uh fucking benefits that you gotta throw in there as an incentive you got fucking 401ks you got medical for the employee and their families you uh, there's a lot more that goes into it as far as just fucking paying people to do a job. Yeah, but all of that. Imagine is, not costing it, less. All of that ties into it as well. All of the benefits, all of the fucking, um, all, all of the medical, dental, vision, everything that goes into that is going to be affected by the devaluation of the fucking American dollar. All of it is tied into it. Regardless. Not of, just wages. Yeah, regardless of that, though, um, you're almost always going to make more of a profit outsourcing outsourcing your shit um not if the value of the dollar is down that again again that's that's the whole point here and 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 i i preface that with tinfoil hat time because that's like super ultra meta conspiracy bullshit dude like um again like if that's their play fucking good game sir good game i i i hope that's not what's happening you know we 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 certainly have a fucking standard of living around here (laughs) Oh, that, definitely. That, that a lot of uh, a lot of tears in the class, uh, the classist system enjoy, and uh, those will be greatly impacted. But um, we'll get uh, jobs back to America, right? Uh, Not what you wanted. Not uh, what you wanted. Everybody, didn't you want fucking like less China fucking involvement in how many fucking uh, personal protective equipment resources you have? Isn't that how much you? Isn't, isn't that how much you wanted? Fucking. Uh, they took her gerbs. Yeah. Isn't that what you fucking wanted? You got what you wanted. Be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. And it's tinfoil hat time. And I fucking, I really hope that I'm fucking way off base here. Yeah. Again. Oh, I really hope I'm way off base. Despite the value of the dollar going down and, and bringing manufacturing jobs back here. I just think that, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, it, it, it looks good on paper. In the end, I feel like it'll cost end up costing the consumer more in the long run. As consumers, we've all gotten used to fucking foreign goods from fucking China, Bangladesh, fucking Central and South America, cent- Central and South America, wherever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and wherever um, there's fucking substandard people. Of course, yeah. dude. You exactly. want you want to pay a thousand dollars for your iPhone, not ten thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's bring the value of the dollar down, and then it's not going to cost as much. But will, it, here. but will it still be cheaper? I mean, otherwise. It'll be competitive. Not Com- cheaper. Competitive, yes. Not cheaper necessarily n- cheaper. Yeah, but we all know that uh, most people like to take... Um, it, people don't always go for the lesser evil. People always look for their bottom line. What's going to be more cost-effective for me? Right. Um, you know, am I going to order uh, a fucking a TV made in China versus a fucking TV made in America by American workers? Uh, you see a $25 difference, you're going to go for whatever is fucking $25 cheaper. A lot of people don't fucking give two shits 
about American jobs. Right. They, they like to uh, paint a picture of, oh, yeah, you know, I'd rather fucking support American workers. When it comes down to it, when you're paying fucking, you know, $30 for a shirt, we can get the same exact shirt made in China for 20 bucks. Yes. And but- and with free shipping. Are you, <laughs> with free two day shipping? Are I mean, you really gonna, gonna go for the two American day shipping? Option? I don't know but, about that. It's gonna take you but, three months to get. Okay. That I shirt. mean, with the current situation, yes. Would you rather pay a hundred dollars for a Chinese television or a hundred twenty dollars for an American television? Personally, I, I would go for fucking American jobs. Okay. Um, um we we spoken uh, off mic a little bit about firearms. Um, I one of the main reasons I went with a Remington. It's fucking made in America. Uh, it's cost effective. It's made by American workers. Right. Part of the reason I went with a fucking Smith and Wesson is because it's made in America. I went over Smith and Wesson over a Glock for that reason. The price difference wasn't the same. Also, the Smith and Wesson fucking uh, is made in America and comes with a lifetime warranty uh, versus a fucking Glock that doesn't compare to that warranty. Okay. Now, yeah. do you want to pay five hundred dollars for a Glock, or do you want to pay ten thousand dollars for a Smith and Wesson? I paid $500 for a Smith & Wesson versus $550 to $600 for a Glock. Do you want to, and it's made in America versus made in Austria. Okay. Do you want to pay $500 for a Glock or do you want to pay $400 for a Smith & Wesson? The I'd value ra- of the dollar is down. Uh-huh. So now the value of everything is down. I'd rather pay $400 for the Smith & Wesson that's made fucking stateside. There you go. Now it's competitive, isn't it? Yeah. But you said it yourself. Competitive. Not necessarily cheaper. Uh, the average consumer... The average Joe um, is gonna look for the fucking bottom line. I think that I think that's something that the Trump has been administration has become well aware of, and um, it, I think that it would be in their best interest to make the fucking American economy and and consumer goods competitive with the rest of the world. Yeah, otherwise, I agree. Otherwise, um, fuck, we're gonna continue to outsource import tax. I agree. Yes, import tax and all that too. Fucking sanctions, sanctions, but, sanctions. Import uh, tax, ruin the whole world economy while you're at it. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about ruin it. I think objectively, it's about fucking, um, just setting roadblocks to all of those cheaper options that you could have had before. And um, I mean, if it's going to be about the same price now with all those sanctions and all those taxes, then might as well get it American. Um, again, it's something that they've harped on for a long time, uh, that administrate this administration. Uh, I think that they'll be able to hold Donald Trump's beer until November, uh, for the fucking election. Uh, honestly, uh, if, if the market is, if the market makers are able to hold the, 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 the American economy and the stock market right where about where it is right now until November, it'll be an amazing feat. It'll be an incredible feat. And if it does happen, it'll be for one purpose and one purpose only. It'll be so that we can reelect Donald Trump for another, for a second fucking term. And then we're shit out of luck because then that's when all of the fucking reservoirs get fucking open. And then that's when fucking everything starts crashing. But I don't know that, I don't know that the market makers could do that. I don't know that you could hold a wall of bullshit until November. We have fucking what, five months until we get there? less than that less than that it's like fucking four and a half months until we get there and uh if they do so again good good job good fucking good game good game but that would be the only thing that that would that would allow them 
to fucking have the stance in order to fucking reelect fucking Trump for a fucking second term, dude. Um, uh, here's something you can predict what president, um, in terms of Republican and Democrat, you can predict the president that's going to be elected by the way that the market is moving. I think it's something like 18 out of 20 times that they've used the stock market to predict the next presidential election. It has been correct. 18 out of the 20 times. No shit. Yes. That is what fucking 90%. That's 90% accuracy. And, um, if this market is still fucking somehow on life support by November, <laughs> then guess what? You're gonna I have, hope not. You're going to have fucking the orange man all over again for another fucking four years, dude. And uh, I think that I, I think that it it's very much in his best interest to make it so. I, he, I believe so. I believe so. Um, again, I'm not really looking for a Trump re-election. I'm not either. Fuck. I'm also <laughs> not looking uh, to vote for fucking Joe Biden. <laughs> that guy's a fucking hot That mess. guy's a fucking... He's a... He's a fucking shit show, dude. He's a shit show, dude. Like, <laughs> don't, uh, I'm, I don't even want to get started on it. But, um, yeah, dude, I mentioned earlier, um, this is why I vote Libertarian. I don't vote Democrat. I don't vote Republican. Fucking call me a fence sitter for, you know, for all I care. Fucking you know? fence sitter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll fucking sit and spin. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Did you say sit and spin? I will sit and spin. On one of the stakes from the fence? Yes. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, judge me. Whatever floats your boat, bro. Yeah. What do you mean by fence sitter? Uh, by the fact that um, I don't... I mean, and, I, and again, I don't think anyone 100% agrees with either side. Um but I'm more of an independent voter. So there's liberal issues I agree with. There's fucking conservative conservative issues I agree with. Um, I agree with fucking rights, full rights for LGBTQ, uh, fucking legal uh, gay marriage. <laughs> Fuck you, know, you. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, go I mean. No, go ahead. Keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just me, dude. Like, you know. If, what else? What else? If you keep someone happy, then, you know, fucking let them, let them get married. It doesn't affect me personally. Okay um at the same time i'm pro-gun but i am not christian all right yeah i'm with you okay so what else you know, what else um <laughs> what else you got i believe in in rights for uh migrants or what they would have you okay. uh, believe are Damn. illegal immigrants all right i'm a little bit of a fence sitter on this one fuck yeah yeah i hate to say that coming from a fucking first generation motherfucker over here to have a controversial opinion um I'm, I, I spit on the fucking stake on the fence there uh, I mean, I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but when there's people seeking refuge, uh, take, for example, Venezuela, who's, you know, been under a fucking a socialist regime forever. Yeah, man, uh, it's, it's gotten pretty bad. It's gotten there. bad to the point where, you know, they're fleeing other countries just to have fucking food on their table, uh, just for basic necessities. Yeah. So in that case, you know, I agree, you know, I, I'm totally on board with them seeking asylum yeah. and, and seeking residency within the United States. Uh, these are people uh, whose government has turned their back on them and, you know, could give two shits about them. You're you're right. You're right. Yeah. So right. In, in, in cases like that, you know, I am 100% on board with letting them in. Uh, here's um, here's fucking um, here's an unpopular opinion, dude. Um, I think that uh, obviously over the course of the end or the middle to the end, of the 20th century we saw a lot of refugees 
come over to fucking America, come over to the U.S. Um, my my mother was one of them. She was one of these people that fucking ran from her country into fucking greener fields, into fucking a land of opportunity, into every other fucking, um, you know, uh, uh, touted fucking uh, idealistic, beautiful fucking picture fucking that they paint. Glittering generalities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The American uh, dream. You. So thank to speak. you. Glittering gen- generalities. Couldn't couldn't have said better. Couldn't have said it better myself. I couldn't even say that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but here here is here's the fucking interesting thing for me um when it comes to this um you have essentially a bunch of people fleeing from countries that had fucking weak leaders that gave in to fucking uh what the fuck is this shit called um it gave in to um fucking consumer first world ideals uh you have a bunch of fucking products and consumer goods being shipped into a fucking third world country essentially or second world country and um that created uh inflation uh dude there was even fucking like um like dominican republic uh experienced uh twelve thousand percent inflation to their fucking economy when it came to america bringing in their fucking goods that's and, a small and, number and it's and, and it was always with one hand behind the fucking back it was always offering fucking coca-cola and ford and fucking american dreams to a third world second second world country to take with the one yes and taking their fucking resources yes. these lands are rich in resources and their leaders were fucking cowards in the face of imperialism that's the word i was looking for of go. economic imperialism and they allowed for their fucking country to be fucking raped by consumer america and what did that lead to that led to insane inflation rates and what did that lead to that lead to people that led to people who were fucking negatively impacted by the influence of america fleeing to america fleeing not fleeing fleeing to america running right into the fucking arms of the transgressor i think that's fucking devastating it's fucking it's sad it's fucking melancholy and and i don't know that a lot of people have realized that shit you really fucking ran into the fucking art dude this is fucking um uh, what is the stockholm syndrome in a fucking uh macroeconomic okay. scale dude okay. <laughs> and then what do we do we come here and then we fucking put a fucking red white and blue hat on and then when people fucking come to you and they ask you to fucking uh demonstrate with them alongside for the injustice that we have fucking received they tell you in broken english i don't uh, oh i don't speak english that's mm-hmm. what it fucking led to dude and it's so fucking it's crippling to see this kind of shit and i don't i don't i don't know the end goal and i really wish i knew it but it, it it's fucking it's saddening to see uh this fucking imperialistic fucking government come in take natural resources from these countries pump in a bunch of useless unnecessary mcdonald's fucking double cheeseburgers or whatever the fuck and then and then the people ran from their fucking cowardice uh their coward governments right into the fucking arms of the transgressor it's a really fucking interesting thing to see um i don't know what the end goal is there 
That's a very simplified version of it, though. It's not necessarily the capitalism or the fucking American intrusion in these countries that created these states. It's the people that America put in power that created uh, an impoverished nation because they, the people in power, the families in power are the ones that benefited from their wealth. And the other ones were fucking starving. So you create, uh, you put people in power and create a sort of dictatorship in these fucking countries. And that's what people are fleeting from. They're not fleeting from consumerism. They're fleeting from their puppet democracies is what it is. It's not fucking dictatorships. If you these can are, call it that. These are puppet democracies. Not necessarily, are, not completely. That are ver- that are highly influenced by the American fucking government. I mean, you're selling people on a fucking dream, on, Amer- on the American dream, which is exact same thing that we're fucking sold on here on a day-to-day fucking basis. Since we're fucking children, the American dream, fucking five years old, salute the fucking flag, pledge of allegiance. All that fucking shit. We're fucking brainwashed just the way these people are fucking brainwashed. The only thing here is we have the liberty to fucking actually do something with this fucking dream. And they don't there. It's not necessarily puppet democracy. It's spreading fucking democracy throughout the fucking world, ideally. But people are fucking corrupt. And they're going to fuck it up every fucking step of the way. Just the way we've <laughs> fucked it up plenty. Not a, so the people they put in power, they abuse their fucking power. <laughs> no because shit, they want to maintain in power. Yeah, dude. You want to talk about democracy. These people are fucking seen in power. Fucking Fidel Castro. We empowered Castro. And that fool fucking stayed in power for fucking millennia. <laughs> dude. dude, I think that was still alive, dude. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Like, that what motherfucker the didn't die. In full hat time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that's a great point, dude. And, um, uh, I, all I have to say is this is uh, our generation got to see exactly how successful a dumping democracy on a fucking third world country looked like. What did it look like? Hey, Iraq, Afghanistan. Hey, yeah. democracy. It's like, yeah, you, fu- <laughs> you fucking topple your dictatorship, but where are you at now? <laughs> fucking, what was this, Iraq 2004 when they fucking executed Saddam Hussein? Yeah. And they, they showed that very famous, uh, very famous footage of uh the people of iraq fucking toppling toppling fucking his statue. fucking statue that was very powerful and all it that was. Fuck, it was but symbol it was yeah, a symbol it was a symbol a fucking symbol but 16 years later <laughs> where the fuck is iraq 16 years later it was taken over by fucking isis because we pulled out because all these fucking bullshit ass protesters are talking about oh american fucking intrusion you shouldn't be over in fucking iraq uh iraq doesn't deserve any fucking freedom all that bullshit it's fucking awesome. They, we pulled Operation out to- Iraqi Freedom, it was Operation called. Operation Iraqi yes. Freedom. Yes. And uh, one yeah. thing I want to touch on. We pulled out sick. too early and we left a fucking vacancy. And one thing I want to touch on on regards to that subject is, yeah, uh, it, I mean, they made you think that we had some kind of a game plan for uh, for uh, installing uh, a democratic government there. Uh, in reality, how are you poised to help a set of people um, become to become democratic. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to do it through generations. Just the way we were all brought up, yeah. brought up through our education system, uh-huh. talking about American freedom, American democracy, the fucking right to be the fucking American, the American dream. You fucking, what the fuck is that? Uh, you fucking, I don't know. I don't want to call it brainwash because brainwash is kind of fucking has a bad connotation, but. Uh, you, the word you're looking for is indoctrination. Indoctrination. You indoctrinate the new generation to believe that the democracy is the better form of government. Okay. You you're trying to instill democracy in people who don't know what the fuck you're talking about. 
that's and it's really tough too i mean i hear you saying that we pulled out um i'd like to i'd like to ask you uh, i i'd like to ask all the fucking residents in the fucking middle east exactly how much we pulled out i'd like to ask the fucking soldiers that are stationed in bases out there exactly mm-hmm. how much we've pulled yeah, out. Yeah, of course we have bases. I don't know that we've ever pulled out. But we left the out. vacancy of power. The vacancy of power comes from removing the fucking power that was at at that time. And that's yeah. the power of vacuum. And then putting someone well, in we power that had to no install fucking someone. back. Correct. That's the correct one. They had no fucking backbone. They let ISIS take control of their fucking sovereign nation. Okay, here's another thing. Um, no one bothered to stop and question whether or not the people of Iraq wanted a democratic <laughs> government talk to that, iraqis that, dude i've dude talk to any anybody talk to who, iraqis of course uh <laughs> talk to anybody who's fled from fucking iraq they'll tell you how fucking miserable their fucking life was. <laughs> right right I, I get that before but, the u.s stepped in but are the iraqi people as a whole ready for a democratic government these people these are people who aren't used to really having which is what i'm talking about indoctrination we pulled out too early yeah it should have been a long-term plan, not a twenty-year plan. It should I have guess. been a generational plan. I, I, I mean, I think that I think that just the fucking, uh, just the idea of coming in on a political basis is so fucking short-sighted. You're trying to change a culture. You're yes. not trying to change. A you're trying poli- to change a generations fucking, of beliefs. No, you're you're not, changing a culture. You're, you're trying to change a culture, and and with that comes uh, religious beliefs, and those seem pretty fucking goddamn ingrained. In these people, yeah. you're trying to fucking bring Christianity, and and, and I, I'm saying that fucking offhand, really. You're trying to bring a government that was based on religious freedoms, but kind of based on Christianity, really, um, into a fucking place where they, you already have a fucking established culture. And I don't want to say like specifically religion, but in in many ways, shapes, or form, one of the most influential things in any fucking country is going to be, hey, what fucking god do you pray to? Right. And and when we came into this thinking about uh, red and blue, we were very fucking short-sighted. This is a very fucking um, uh, ill-prepared um, uh, takeover or fucking uh, liberation. I agree. I agree. And, and, um, and the power vacuum doesn't come from us pulling out. We haven't pulled out. Um, the power vacuum comes from uh, removing the fucking power that existed and never actually making a fucking concerted effort to fill that void. Dude, there was. There was an election. They voted somebody in. Yeah. And he turned out to be fucking shit. <laughs> he was corrupt. Exactly. <laughs> so the problem isn't the liberation of Iraq. The problem is the corruption of fucking people and their fucking minds and their fucking religion. Right. Uh, we are talking about Muslims specifically. There's a, also a huge population of Christians in Iraq. Who are is persecuted. There, there is. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know someone masochist. I, I don't believe uh, you, Oz, uh, ever actually met him personally. You and I both know someone um, who came from Egypt. Uh, we both <clears throat> used to work for him, and he spoke of persecution for him and his family being Christian. Yeah, you know and, what? And, fuck that guy. And, and, yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> he is a piece of shit. But he did cite um, persecution of him and his family being Christian. For fucking coming exactly. over to the yeah, US. Of course, I'm not going to deny that. Of course. So there's a, yeah. it's Dude, surprising that Crusades, there is, it was all about the fucking Middle East. It's conquering the Middle East with Christianity. Yeah. So there is definitely a large population of the Middle Eastern people who are Christian, who do believe in the same uh, moral ethics that we believe here in the United States. Yeah. It's not about fucking jihad. It's fucking. What the fuck is it? 
God damn it. I lost the fucking word. Uh, it's same moral ethics. So they do believe in freedom and sovereignty in the, the individual, which is kind of what Christianity teaches to an extent other than submit to God. Um, but I mean, unless you're talking about women, fuck women. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is not safe for women i repeat this podcast is not safe for women <laughs> any views shared here by uh are not to be taken seriously and you, can, you know you should not base your opinions on anything shared here on the wasted content pod- podcast um but yeah unless you're a woman uh, um but you're again you're you're unless, referring back to the Muslim retarded, religion unless you're retarded I don't uh, unless you're um un- unless you uh pray to a different god Again, mm-hmm. you're talking about Muslims. Yeah. Infidels. Right? Yeah. The infidels. Yeah. Uh, or are we the infidels? Well, no, we are the infidels. We are yeah. the infidels. We are the, to, the infidels. To, the, to their uh, eyes, yes. The Christians being oppressed in the Middle East are the infidels. Yes, correct. The Christians of this nation are infidels. There you go. Uh, Judeo-Christian moral ethics are fucking... Infidels. Gar- infidels. Yeah. They're, they're garbage in fucking Iraq. So fucking Operation Iraqi Freedom was to free the people of this fucking tyranny that the Muslims created. The Muslim religion, unfortunately, is fucking tyrannical. Yeah. yeah. So I think we pulled out too early. We should have indoctrinated people. We should have put someone in power that was going to remain in power. And they, we didn't do that because people here were protesting. No shit, dude. I mean, fucking how hard is it to fucking uh, fool these people? I mean, I, I understand. It's <laughs> really, really believe in Christ, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, I get how it's hard to like fool people in a country like ours, but like, huh? fucking dude, like, you fucking fucked it all up, dude. How could you fuck that up? They don't even have iPhones over there. <laughs> Come on. You all they have it all is Alcatel. <laughs> Boost Mobile. <laughs> you fucked it all up, man. Really, like, it, it could have been very successful. But um, I don't know why the fuck I'm even talking about siding with the fucking indoctrination of these people. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm surprised you're fucking talking about indoctrination. <laughs> I just think it, our the lesser of two of living, evils, maybe lesser of two evils, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're they're what the fuck is this guy's name? Fucking uh, leader of fucking Britain at some point. I don't fucking. I don't, I'm misquoting him anyway. Um, there is, it, is, is no it Boris Johnson. Yeah. Oh wait, Gump. Winston Bojo. Churchill. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. There is oh, okay. no better form of uh, democracy. Is fucking shit. Unless he you said com- that something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. You're fucking it's it up. <laughs> fucking it up. He's but butchering it. Democracy is the worst form of government we know. Unless you compare it to the other forms of government. There you go. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's like okay, dude. Like if we spread democracy throughout the fucking world throughout every fucking nation then it ra- the fucking rising tide raises all fucking ships yes so this whole running from consumerism to the fucking oppressor is i think it's kind of short-sighted i think you could have that yeah. with without without the fucking i take a little bit of that and i give you some of this i think that's where it is i think that capitalistic greed and imperialistic imperialistic greed mm-hmm. not capitalistic greed I think that that's where imperialists agreed fuck it up right? for everyone because you just had to fucking drain their oil wells. You just had to take over those fucking sugarcane plantations. You just had to eliminate every other fucking source of rich, uh, of rich resources kind of. that they had. 
Kind of. Kind of. If like, you're trying to take over the fucking world, kind of. If you want to maintain a superpower in this fucking world, it's your job. you want to take these resources, you want to take money oh, yeah. that's being fled into these fucking ISIS-powered fucking oil mines. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're you need right. to take away from that. You need to fucking hit them where it fucking hurts, and it's their fucking wallet. Yeah. And now they're your slave. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I don't know how the fuck we turned into... Uh, Middle East and fucking Dude, all we of this fucking shit. started with the stock market. <laughs> I went to the Middle East. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm feeling a little thirsty, though. Let's do it, thirsty. man. Let's fucking go with the third beer. Man. I need a fucking beer after yeah, this conversation. I need a beer after this conversation. <laughs> fucking A. All right. Um, we're moving on to our third beer from McKellar Brewing Company. Uh, this is called Fruit Face. It's a Berliner style wise beer. Berliner. Berliner. Berliner style wise beer <laughs> brewed with cranberry, pear, and clanberry. Clanberry. Yeah. Oh, it, does it start with a K? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're just we we're drinking some Japanese beers the last episode. Okay. So we're replacing our R's with L's. <laughs> Have you ever seen those white cranberries? Clanberries? Those are clanberries. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Clamberries, pear, <laughs> and ginger. I love ginger. Me too. Uh, this is coming in at a 5.8%. Let's see. I love this fucking, fucking can art here. You know, uh, I was just speaking about that too. I love the color and the fucking the designs that they have on their labels. Yeah, dude. They, they have amazing fucking designs. It's always really thematic to what they're fucking doing. Exactly. And this is... This specifically... I don't know. Uh, just hear this portion of it. I don't know if you've guys seen this painting by Rene Magritte. It's called The Son of Man, where it's this guy in a fucking uh, hat with the fucking apple floating in front of his face. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm uncultured. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Rene Magritte. Okay. I didn't know that was him. I've seen yeah, it. Man. It's like very popular in, in pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Son of Man. It's it's popular in like a lot of psychological books for some reason. They always put it on the covers. I don't fucking know why. Um, but yeah, Rene Magritte, Son of Man. It's essentially like a rendition of it, but with the fucking pair here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the son, right. the son of Man is essentially, um, you're always looking for what's hidden behind what you can see. So here, I wonder what's hidden inside this fucking can that we haven't seen yet. Hey, I'm sorry, but that's beyond my intellect. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking put, dumb it down for me. But yeah, put it in a way that this one can understand. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking dumb it down for me, dude. You always want more than what's right in front of you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that essentially is our folly as human beings. Yeah. Okay. We're not grateful for what we have. Like, we are presented with this fucking beautiful fucking apple, this fruit. That's a pear. But you want fucking more. <laughs> you know? You hey. want, like, fucking the knowledge of God. Exactly. <laughs> I do. You're given fucking paradise and you fucked it up because you're like, I want to know more. <laughs> what's what what what's this fucking apple offer? Yeah. Is that a fucking pink lady over there? No. Is that a that a fucking uh, honey crisp? <laughs> what lies beyond our humble home? Yo, exactly. dude, what kind of apple was it? They never told you, huh? They uh, never told you what kind I'm of convinced apple? it's Washington. A Granny Smith. I, I bet I don't know. I bet it's a fucking Washington. Right? It's like just iconic, right? Mm-hmm. As an apple. I fucking hate those apples. Me too. They're always fucking. They're mealy. They're all hard as shit. They're mealy. Mealy. <laughs> They're mealy you know what? It, it, it's, it's probably because uh, the first tooth I lost 
got stuck inside a fucking Washington apple. <laughs> For real? Yeah. I was like five years old. <laughs> Ever since then, Golden Delicious, Granny Smith, Fuji. Ooh, Fuji. Fuji's good. Gala. Good. Gala's good. I've never Gala's heard of Gala's fucking amazing. Gala's yeah, fucking Gala's amazing. Good. That's the only... Yeah. Uh, not not actually... Um, metaphorically speaking is... Not metaphorically. I'm sorry. I'm trying... I'm fucking going... Way above my head right now. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it, dumb it down vir- for yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Virtually, it's the only apple that my daughter will eat. Is a gala apple. I see. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. That wow. dumb They're always that crisp. Dumb They're always sweet. Yeah, sweet as fuck. They're mm. crisp. They're tender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about a toddler. They gotta be tender. Not the toddler, the apple. <laughs> 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 Fuck, man. What is it with this podcast and pedophilia? Son of a bitch. <laughs> you brought that shit up, bro. I don't know. Captain Crunch, are you anywhere <laughs> around here? Captain Crunch. <laughs> Orgasmatron, Neo Philosopher. You gotta think of the toddler. You gotta be tender. <laughs> Reminds you of that time you said, I had to peel the skin and eat the Pope. <laughs> mm. Religious. Yeah. <laughs> almost kind of in line with the child fucking you know oh yeah what <laughs> i thought we were trying to fucking you know stem away from this topic okay let's do that okay definitely let's are we still on apples <laughs> all right so mckeller <laughs> we're talking about apples hey, like them apples <laughs> so renee magritte dude painter real cool send a man it's this with an apple in front of his face okay i'll google it later yeah. okay uh let's see what we got here Let's do the damn thing, man. Oh, in sync. Bye, Mas bye, puto. bye. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, beer looks amazing. Great transition. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> they won't notice where we cut. Eh. <laughs> uh, this is a beautiful fucking beer, dude. This fucking color is amazing on here. It's like a fucking, I don't know, I want to say like a orangeish, reddish orange. It's like a reddish orange. Yeah. I can't, yeah. It looks like it wants to be red. It looks like it wants to fucking glow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it reminds you of that uh, unfiltered type of apple juice. Um, it looks really good. It does. It looks like cider. Yeah. Cider. It's clear and yellow. <laughs> you got juice there, fella. <laughs> if it's brown, you're in cider town. Tangy and brown, bro. Tangy and brown. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Ned. Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> All right. Let's get some smelling notes in this. And I don't know what the fuck to make of this. Whoa. All right. So this is uh, very fragrant. It's very perfumey. <sighs> a little vague on my end. I actually the the fruit on the nose is is giving me a little bit of an artificial um kind of sweetness to it. It smells kind of fake. I I, I don't think that Michaela would ever fucking do that. I don't think so. But it, it's um it, it's just very perfumey for me. It That's- smells a little bready. Um, the sweetness that I think you're mm. speaking of, um, I believe would come from the grain. And the, the 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 bit of yeast that there's in this, it smells like this fruit. I don't want to. I don't know what to call it, but like my 
grandma used to call it guayaba. It, it was like a variation of a guayaba. Okay. But it was kind of green and had this like really thick skin on it. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar to that. Was it was it green on the outside and white on the inside? Yes. Okay. And then instead of it being like gooey, it was tough. It was like hard. Right, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, dude, that's like my favorite fucking type of guayaba. Okay, it is a guayaba. It is a guayaba. Okay. It's a yeah. green one though. Yeah, they're yeah. Fucking, they're crunchy. Right. I fucking love those. This is yeah. my favorite. This is what that smells like. It's real bright, real mm-hmm. fragrant for sure. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it, man. Um, this certainly smells like it's going to be a fucking interesting brew. Yeah, it does. Let's whatever, find out. Whatever kind of uh, fruit there is in this, um, you mentioned it and I forgot. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, it smells ripe. Uh, and then I think that... Um, Kind of goes along with the sweetness that you get off the nose. Alrighty, fuck it. Let's find out what we got here. Cheers. 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 Clink. Oh, wait, we're not doing that anymore, right? <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Fucking flavor explosion, dude. I don't know where to start on this. I do not know where to start. Jesus, fuck. What the fuck did that just do to my palate? Right off the bat, um, I'm not quite detecting as much ginger as I would like. Okay, so I'm getting a little bit of tanginess from a pear. I can't say that I have like full-on, full-fledged pear flavor. I would have to look for it a bit, but that tanginess from like an underripe pear is hitting me and i think that it's blending very well with that cranberry tart dryness as well um there's a there's a dry quality of the beer and whether that's any other grain that's been used in here or whether that's a cranberry i feel like it's very um interchangeable you know you ever have a fucking glass of cranberry juice you gotta fucking just fucking after that's part of the joy that's part of the joy um, I think I think I or I feel like I get the same experience with this one. It's very tart. It's very I don't want to say danky because that's more specific towards like hops, but it's very uh, what pungent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's pungent to taste. Uh it's very aromatic. It's coming through a lot in the fucking nose. It's sweet, it's tangy dry like you're saying uh i'm not getting much pear nor clamberries <laughs> nor ginger on here it, did you say clamberries yeah yes. clamberries clamberries okay <laughs> i'd say that that pungent it can very much be coming from the pear because mm-hmm. I, I feel that pears are pungent okay like you, you like put them in a lunch bag or something, and like the whole your whole fucking lunch, gonna fucking be smelling like a fucking pear. If it's ripe enough, yes. Yeah, if it's ripe for sure. Um, there's a little bit of like a pungent from a ripe pear. There's a little bit of a tart, like a tartness from a underripe pear. Uh, this is super complex. This might, this just might be one of the most complex flavor profiles I've ever experienced from a fruited sour. I I can't. I'm having a tough time with this one. Uh, The fragrance is perfumey. Um, It's just vibrant. 
it's bright it really fucking opens your eyes wide when when you take a sig uh, a sig a uh, swig yeah um th- this is good uh, as far as pairs go if i were to picture the kind of pair that they would per- put in this though the can does show a green pair i taste a little bit more of that um brown pair what is it called bosk mm. bosk pair um at, when it's just starting to get ripe and that's what i get off of this one um other than that i mean you said this is a sour yeah this is a berliner style berliner style wise fruited sour because for sour it does have some legs on it it, it is leaving lacing along the glass I'm, I'm actually surprised a little bit um but otherwise very refreshing um and fruity like me <laughs> all right <laughs> I can't put my fucking finger on this. It's not. It doesn't feel artificial to taste. It's very perfumey, and it does come off a little artificial, but it doesn't feel. It doesn't taste like it. The taste is something else. Yeah. yeah. It, the, um, I agree. I, I would agree that the nose varies uh, very much from what you actually taste. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It has a nice, really like dry, crisp finish, mm-hmm. which I'm quite enjoying here. A little uh, bit like apple cider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. It's complex as fuck. I, I'm not getting any ginger, unfortunately. Yeah, the, I would like to see a lot of ginger. That's in here. what I desire the most. Um, I like ginger. I like ginger tea, ginger ale. So um, I'm slightly disappointed by ginger kind of being a no show. Uh, I'll have to agree with that point. I I, I love me some ginger. Uh, I love going to a sushi restaurant, and then they have that little side of ginger. And then I could just fucking eat that shit like candy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really feel a ginger presence here. And ginger is a very, very uh, distinct flavor. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, oh, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think you, that's a flavor you have to look for. And I don't really find it here. Um, as far as the pear goes, I think it's very dominant. As far as the cranberry goes, I would say that in, in, in so much as flavor of cranberry, I'm not picking a lot of it up. But in the dry tartness, the just like the fucking the the dry tartness is the best way I could put it. I think that it's it's established a very key role in this, and it's given it its body. It's a very medium bodied uh, sour, but with a fucking super crisp, uh, quick, dry finish. I agree. I agree. Um, as far as ginger goes, like you said, it's something that cannot be mistaken. Yeah. As far as the uh the flavor goes, uh definitely could use some spice up in this beer. Um otherwise it, it's good. Um but as you said I you know I don't feel like I should have to fish for what's advertised on the can. I'm ready to rate this. What do you got? Alrighty. for McKellar Brewing Company's Fruit Face. Berliner style wise fruited sour. I'm going to have to give this a 7.5. I, I'd say this is a wonderful sour. You're a fan. You're going to love this shit. But it really is hard to place. It seems like it gives you a different experience every time you take a sip. And the complexity of it is um, ambitious. Uh, you want to bump this up to a 9. You're going to give me a little bit more of that spice that I was hoping for. Well, not a little bit more. You're going to give me some. You're going to give me some ginger. 
I think that the ginger really would have rounded out the fucking tartness and the fucking oh, hell the, yeah. the tartness. Hell yeah. Did I say tartness first? Yes, you did. I did. Okay. The tartness. <laughs> and the tartness. No, 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 the tartness. <laughs> I'd say the ginger really would have rounded that out. It would have reined it back in and it would have made this feel a little bit more balanced. And I kind I kind of feel like I would have cared for that flavor profile and that like spicy kind of kick to it. Yeah. It would have it would have made this a lot more interesting. It would have added a fucking whole layer of complexity. And shame on you, McKellar, for thinking that the ginger taste would be too strong and then kind of playing this with a weak hand. Uh I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. Seven point five, it's great. Um, you want to make this one of the best hours, you put a little bit of ginger in here. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a seven. It is by no means um a mediocre beer i think it's actually for sour it, it is very ambitious um it could use more spice from the ginger um unpopular opinion i would rather have more ginger in this beer than i would abv um if this had just the right amount of ginger you know i could give two shits about what the abv is on this you know as long as i can kick these back and enjoy them um you know that that's honestly the best way that this beer could improve for me. Um, again, it's a, it's a seven for me. Uh, if you throw some ginger in there a little bit more, or or you know if you even make it um, you know present with the with the rest of these flavors, um, I would not hesitate to give this a nine. Right. Uh, so McKellar, if you're out there listening, um, some ginger, some you know you actually throwing some ginger in here. This would really prick up this beer and, and uh, make it something that I would consider world-class for a sour. You know, I'm smelling this again, and it, it's really hard to place what that smell is coming from, but I feel I could be mistaken, but it almost feels like it's a candied ginger root instead of something that's been pickled. You know, because we usually when we experience ginger, is like Anthropo said, is sushi yeah. or a ginger tea, which is usually coming from a pickled ginger style. Yeah. Um, but if you like, just smell it slowly and carefully, it feels like it's a candied ginger. I'm getting that right now. Right. I'm picking it up. That's interesting. Hmm. It's subtle, but it's there. Okay. So it's not ginger in the sense that we're used to consuming it. Right. Um it's there. It, it's a little muted. Yeah. Um I would care for more of it though. Definitely. I'd care for more of it on the palate. I'm seeing that on the nose right now. Right. Once again, not a terrible beer by any means. I, I think this is a really good sour. Um just, it so, just yeah. It's so, not what was advertised. So just because I was able to pick it up now, I think I'm gonna I was gonna give them a seven point five, but I'll give them an eight for this. Okay, it's it's nice. It's really fucking sweet. It's crisp. It's refreshing. Uh, I think they did a good job here. Already, that's gonna be a seven point five for me. Seven for me. Eight for me. Very good. Alrighty, let's move on to our next topic. So anyway, speaking of gingers, <laughs> okay, um, Anthropos. You a couple of weeks ago mentioned that uh, in response to uh, a group chat that we are just older versions of ourselves. And um, 
I couldn't agree more. So, uh, as you guys recently found what out, what the fuck does that have to do with gingers? Okay, I, I'm I'm getting there. Okay, I'm, I'm getting there. He's never had a soul. He doesn't have one now. <laughs> okay, please, please enlighten me. Okay, so uh, as you guys know, what the fuck? I was recently laid off from my regular job, so I took up another job at uh, all. I'm gonna say is an e-commerce powerhouse. I think it's kind of giving it away. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is Alibaba? I mean, it like... Dude. Could be eBay. I mean, fun, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. for yeah, all we know. Be. I, mean, um, I mean, like, I, I feel like we're getting lost in the woods. Yeah. Okay. Or, and, or like, lost in a forest of some kind. Okay. Like, probably like the biggest forest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But is there a man at the end of the forest? <laughs> the Marlboro man at the end of the forest. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No. So okay. Back anyway, to the Salvia so, days. So back you were Salvia. Salvia. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Salvia. Sure. sure. Um, so they were hiring. I I took up a job, and and in this job, I have a lot more time to myself in, in regards to um, actually being able to hear myself think, and and, and it's it's a very straightforward job. I'm sorry so, to hear that, man. Yeah, I know <laughs> that must be difficult. It is. Uh, I am at odds with myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, I mean, you can only converse with yourself so much before you start trying to entertain yourself. So, um, I, <laughs> so I like, jerk I like that. off, dude. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what you the fuck is you this? can only converse with yourself so much until you got to entertain yourself. Like, you just called yourself boring. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> shit gets kind of mundane after a while. So an- anyway, you. Um, I'm with you. I'm feeling you know, a little bit of that right now. Uh, you, <laughs> in, in my line of work, I'm basically just by myself most of the time, and I'm kind of going from here to there. Um, but for the most part, I don't really work directly with anybody else, okay, except for very few times a day. So the whole time I'm there doing my job, it's just me and my thoughts. So yeah, I find well, myself thinking. Yes, I, I find myself. Um, in the perspective of seventh and eighth grade me. Oh shit! And, okay. In this case, uh, you guys all recall. I mean, we had uh mm-hmm. a few people who we would um give lo- Nancy lovely P. names, oh, lovely yeah. names to, <laughs> right? Oh, um, so what's happened Nancy is to P. keep myself entertained. There's characters at this workplace that. Yeah, but what the fuck does she got to do with this? We're referring to our seventh and eighth grade selves. Okay. So we're going back to them and telling them. Oh, yeah. Jerking off again. Yeah, jerking off again to the same woman. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so I find myself uh, keeping myself entertained by giving people nicknames. Okay. Okay? (laughs) And this is based off of my observations. And so there's fucking torta, which is like (laughs) a fucking, like, like overweight, uh, middle-aged Hispanic woman. She's a fucking torta, you know? <laughs> okay. You know, there, there's fucking... That was too close to home for us, so... <laughs> Good thing you added woman to the end there. Yeah. There, there's fat sack of shit, which is... <laughs> Dude. Fat sack of shit, which is uh, this woman who happens to work there. How is that different from torta? <laughs> yes, please explain. Okay, well, torta is a Hispanic woman. Fat sack of shit is a uh, Caucasian woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Call her pot pie. Pot pie. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, basically, her birth her work ethic sucks, and dude, she has the most annoying fucking whining voice, like nasally voice. Um. Anyway, 
So you start giving nicknames to people, right? Yeah. And as you do. Yeah. And you know, usually, you know, you have your your heavy set woman. Um, usually you do. Yeah, and you know, some of them, you know, <laughs> uh, otherwise are attractive, you know, as far as the facial features, as far as what you can see with them having a face covering on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but she's ginger. She's got big tits. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay. So um, me being my creative self, I yeah. came up with a nickname for her. Ronald McDonald. No, it's Big oh. Titty Ginger Bitch. Okay. Yeah. That's very That's creative. creative. Yeah. yeah, it's very creative. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Patent pending. <laughs> Any, anyway um, make that a sitcom yes well, she's a little it's called Roseanne dude. she's a little heavy set <laughs> but you know you would fuck okay I would fuck well, yeah he would fuck I would fuck anything no, I think um. either of us would fuck <laughs> anyway um, so this kind of just reinforced the idea that you mentioned Anthropos that <laughs> we are all just older versions of ourselves so just because I've grown and you know I'm out in the real world now some of my thought process is still in fucking middle school. We can tell. We've <laughs> yeah. known this. Yeah. Again, my intellect is is uh, lacking a little. My intellect is lacking a little bit. So I, I just, you know, do the best I can with the cards that I'm dealt with. <laughs> Big titty ginger bitch. Big titty ginger bitch. I don't even know her real name. So, you know, I'm just going to assign one to her. This motherfucker, I just picture him at the poker table of life. <laughs> just putting down the fucking cards. Big city ginger bitch. <laughs> ginger bitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 17, it's poker. Sir. It's poker. That's why. Okay. So it's not bad, Jack. Like, Come on, seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, as much as I would like to fucking uh, laugh at that, well, I have. I haven't quite enjoyed laughing at that. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I, I do very much the same and, and there's really a lot that uh I carry with me from my fucking adolescent days. Uh I'm a fucking I'm a boy and uh I think fucking I'm a bo- real boy. <laughs> boys will be boys, dude. I think so. And and men have that we have that fucking reputation. Fucking there's like a saying to it, right? Well, it's uh fucking I don't know. Is, is it boys will be boys? Yes. I think so. I think that that really fucking encompasses uh, what we are really like when we come to fucking macho fucking chest thumping and shit. Mm-hmm. Like we're super fucking primitive, like fucking cars and guns and beer. Yeah. Fucking and steak, testosterone steak, and shit. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and it really does fucking come at, come down to a lot of um, fucking primitive uh, mentality. Very and, primitive. And, and part of that is making sure that you fucking diminish your competition as well, uh, verbally and mentally. That's one of the Thinning first... Thinning out the gene pool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, trying to... You're trying to establish your fucking dominant nature. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to do that? You're going to fucking belittle others. Yes. And um, I think that's the idea. I'm only human, fool. That's my excuse. I think that's the idea. I don't know that it works out exactly that way every time. Yeah. No. I can tell you I was rolling in pussy in seventh grade. <laughs> I was just trying to see one. I was just trying to fucking see one. <laughs> That's me now. Behold the meat. <laughs> Behold the meat curtains. <laughs> uh, I work in an environment that's mostly older people than I am. Way older than I am. They're they're ranging from fifty to sixty. Uh huh. And so I've had to 
have been forced to interact with these people. Otherwise, they wouldn't. <laughs> forced to interact. Well, we're close quarters. Why so, would you interact with these dinosaurs, you know? That's otherwise. what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so I've been, like, talking to this guy here, and he has nicknames for everybody as well. He's Very nice. 60. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just makes me spin into a fucking, like, spiral of fucking, what the fuck do we call it here? Um, God damn it. Existentialism. Okay. okay. Because uh, I feel like I'm back in seventh grade looking at 30-year-olds <laughs> going, they have life figured out. And now I'm 30 looking at 60-year-olds saying they should have life figured out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you're still the same, same stupid asshole you probably were when you were in fucking just seventh aged grade. Is all it is. You just have wrinkles on your fucking face now. <laughs> and you're over there still calling this fucking guy over here fucking Homer Simpson or whatever the fuck you want to call him. Call this other guy fucking Crypt Keeper and this other guy Keeper. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude, you, you're a fucking six year old boy. <laughs> Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Yes. I stepped away from my computer once and it came back to a notepad thing open and said, loser. <laughs> like, I guess you can narrow that down. You're all fucking 60, bro. Like, who the fuck did this? <laughs> It props to him because he was able to open, like he knew how to open a right. notepad. Yeah, I think that's the only thing he knew how to open. <laughs> okay, so that I, and Microsoft Paint. I've been in a similar ah. situation where I have worked with, uh, let's just say, someone who was about sixty. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. We'll and, just say that though. And they weren't very computer literate. Uh, they knew enough to get the work done with some help from you know myself or one of my colleagues, one of my younger colleagues. And one time I played a prank on him. So what I did is I fucking flipped his whole monitor upside down. Like, not the actual monitor itself, but the image. Right. And he right about flipped and said, who the fuck is fucking around with my computer? Meanwhile, I'm over there fucking dying of laughter trying to, like, watch him figure this out. Like, how the <laughs> fuck do I put my screen right side up? And you know it's it's funny you know I'm I'm fucking I'm picking out elderly people here you know <laughs> <laughs> you're a real Bart Simpson aren't you fuck yes I am <laughs> eat my shorts eats my shorts <laughs> eats my shorts eats my shorts meanwhile trying to stay anonymous by calling myself El Barto there you go <laughs> who flipped my I screen I wonder who that El could Barto. be <laughs> <laughs> Alberto <laughs> El Barto. You really got him there, man. Yeah. You really got him there. I know. I got a few kicks out of that, you know? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> hey, dude. Like, honestly, like, that's a trip. Um, Again, like, going back to seventh grade and, like, looking at people our age and saying, like, they have life figured out and all that shit. And then you get older and you realize that people are still kind of fucked up, carrying fucking more baggage and not knowing what the fuck they're doing with their fucking life, still trying to fucking figure out, what am I going to do for the fucking future? And it's, it's funny. It, like, the way you phrase it, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're giving people nicknames, but it's kind of, it's interesting because it kind of like, I don't know, it it, it disillusions you into believing that there are phases in life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. I just feel maybe we're missing some sort of transition here in the United States, specifically okay. in our culture. Uh, you know, like other cultures had this stage in life where you became a man you know uh okay. and we don't have that now yeah definitely it's we fucking don't, not really we threw that shit out the window i'm trying to think i mean <laughs> 18 years old hey strip club but no 
No. It's not like traditional of our culture to like have that fucking like ceremony. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I'm really trying to think of like a definitive moment from uh adolescence to manhood. It just kind of I mean, I didn't right? have one. I mean, I turned 21 and I didn't actually walk in and legally purchase a drink at a bar till maybe a few months after I actually turned but, 21. <laughs> we're already buying booze at 17. <laughs> right, so I know. Like 21, it's like, I'm still drinking. I know, but now wait, I can do when it you look public. at 21, you look at fucking, you know, going into a bar and getting carded, you know? And then you walk in and you don't get carded and you're like, fuck! Exactly. <laughs> that happened to me once I fucking turned 18. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get carded for cigarettes now. But as you guys know, um, we used to frequent one of many places who used to sell cigarettes with no ID. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, dude. So maybe I think we're missing that transition here in our culture. You know, that, that stage in life where, like, finally ceremonial bullshit, a quinceanera, let's call it. Yeah. It tells you, hey, For you're men. an adult now. Yeah. A sweet 16. It doesn't happen anymore. A bar so, mitzvah. I feel like we're surrounded by 50 year old children that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And that speaks on many fucking levels Congress, fucking government, everybody is a fucking child. Pretending yeah. to be a fucking adult. Yeah. I mean, just look at our fucking commander in chief. But anyway, before, I mean, before we start delving back into that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of sad. At the same time, it's kind of beautiful because at the same time you think, you know what? I can get to that age and I can still be who I am now. If you enjoy being that person. Right. Me, frankly, I don't give a fuck, dude. I, I'm going to be fucking 70, 80 years old, still talking shit about people. Still cracking fart and dick jokes, huh? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd be the fucking coolest grandpa ever. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> um, there's plenty of times where I look at, like, fucking old, uh, quote-unquote, senile people, and I'm just like, man, I can't wait to, like, have an excuse for my um offensive offensive behavior can't you wait your excuse now (laughs) i know you can't fucking wait to turn into a fucking george carlin (laughs) there you go man fuck yeah dude fucking hero right there i mean like you know you got fucking grandpa talking about all these fucking like racist terms and shit you do that now i know but then like people (laughs) don't like they frown upon it and Uh, shit when i do it now yeah but if you're like but when you're a grandpa it's fucking cute yeah dude when you're a grandpa (laughs) and then you're you're sitting right next to the fucking window yeah because they always put you next to the window. Right. Um, and then... <laughs> in your fucking rocking chair. And then you have the blanket over your fucking lap. With and a fucking it's PBR. Cold it's cold by the window. Well, fucking crack open a PBR. <laughs> put grandpa by the window. You put a fucking blanket over his fucking knees. And then you... And you don't it. have to see him jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> you see the motion, but you don't see it actually happening. Like he's just rocking back and forth. And then he dies of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiac arrest. No, man. You know, you got some motherfucker like that. And ain't nobody going to be batting an eye over, like, some kind of fucking, like, racist shit. Like, just, yeah, people just fucking kind of seem to forgive it at that point. And there's a lot of fucking behavior. That's only one example. There's there's the fucking, oh, I didn't know. Or I forgot. Or he's just said in his old ways. Exactly. They, they just got so many fucking breaks. He grew up in a different generation. Teach an old there dog new tricks. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. So um, there's like so much fucking leeway that they get that um, I, I can't wait. You're can't, jealous. Yeah, I'm jealous. Wow. I am. I'm jealous. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. You'll get there eventually. Your back's already hurting, right? I assume. <laughs> um, A little bit. It's more my feet. Okay. My feet are the ones that are the ones that are fucking me up right now. Yeah. 
My, I'm, okay. I'm assuming it's because of the fucking uh, entire fucking load of fucking like exactly how much of a piece of shit I am that they have to carry every day. But, um, that ha- that might have something. You to get do tired it. walking to the vending machine food to get your fucking monster. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. I get you. <laughs> Nothing. A fucking a uh, few. Uh, doctor Doc, uh, Scholes. Something of nothing. A few dozen Advil liquid gels can fucking help. <laughs> <laughs> just stuff those into your shoes, and they're like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they provide great cushioning. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> so how long before you go to Norco's? <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. Those are like tougher. They're like pill form. So I don't know how much support those with. It's like stepping on Legos, actually. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can always crush them. You yeah. can. You can. And then you can, can snort, snort them. them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got any Norco? <laughs> no, I'm oh, sorry. Fucker. Fresh yeah, out. Mine. <laughs> fresh out. Holy shit. He's all fresh out. <laughs> I'm waiting to fucking re up on my prescription here. I don't know. So, do you want to change? Is that what you're getting at here? I don't want to change. I want to fucking stay youthful as long as I can. No Mentally, shit, you're wearing anyway. a fucking X-Men shirt, dude. I don't give a fuck, dude. The X-Men was a badass fucking... Isn't that, like, honestly, like, the biggest problem with our fucking society today is, like, this whole infantilism bullshit? <laughs> Man. It's, like, uh, forever young and people forever fucking young. being petulant and fucking stomping their feet until they, they get their fucking way because they weren't ever fucking taught otherwise. Okay, uh, so I don't necessarily condone childish behavior. Um, what about but, adult coloring books? Eh. Yeah, right. It's gross. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck's next, dude? Am I gonna be playing with Play Doh? I mean, like, I don't know. We can eat it. Yeah, non toxic. <laughs> non toxic. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. I, it's against Darwinism, right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, I I don't know. You if have I a wanted, hell of a stomachache, though. I don't know if I want to change, but I know I'm going to, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing yet. I feel like. People are always wanting change and, and they're calling it progression. But is it really progress? Like, what are we progressing to? I think that's something that's fucking subjective. Like, um, you know, you and I could both look at progress differently. You could look at progress uh, as far as uh, material possessions and, and uh, you know, your economic standing. I could look at progression as becoming wiser, not necessarily wealthier. Um, there's a there's a, a line in a song done by Damien Marley and Nas, and I know that sounds like a weird combination, but just like cranberry ginger and fucking pear, fucking <laughs> spot on, or lack of ginger. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's a line in a song. It's called Patience, and uh, one of the lines in that song Guns it and says, roses? Uh, I just, just fucking, fucking said. said. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking said. Damien Marley and Nas and Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Featuring okay. Guns That's a badass club. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's Damien, uh, Damien Marley and Nas. It's, the song is called Patience. By Guns N' Roses? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Written sorry. and arranged by Axl Rose himself. <laughs> <laughs> Performed by Nas and Damien Marley. <laughs> uh, the fucking line of the song is... <laughs> it says <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you lost me I wasn't listening <laughs> we know <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, 
the song the the line in the song is are we growing are we growing wiser or are we just growing tall and um the the song the song in itself asks many fucking um piercing questions about us it's about self-reflection and uh knowing where we are as a society as a species um it gives plenty of examples you know it says um fucking the rich get stitched up and uh you can fucking heal the broken bo- uh, bones in the bush with wet mud and uh you can drive cars but can you milk cows like there's like so many fucking like piercing questions that force us to hold a mirror to ourselves and really kind of um actually quantify exactly how much quote-unquote progress we're making uh whether that's as individuals or as a species or as a society as a culture whatever you whatever um you may have um and uh i i would like to fucking i would like to think that we're making progress but i really do think that a lot of us just grow tall i think a lot of us grow gray a lot of us grow wrinkled and a lot of us fucking reach to the fucking sun a lot of us grow from the sides (laughs) that too that too (laughs) um but i I don't know that a lot of us grow wise um i really hate this uh fucking uh, often thrown about um fucking generalization of like old people being wise like motherfucker have you like talked to a lot of old people like fucking hell hey some of them they fucking jewels gems of knowledge but for the most part god damn just shut this fucking guy up right and um i I really hate that notion of like wisdom coming from age just because you fucking existed for a long time doesn't mean that you've learned anything of value and uh i mean i guess that's my stance on it it yeah I, i firmly believe it depends on what kind of life you lived in what your experiences are um you can only grow wiser from experience um the same way that that there's that saying that um a knight in shining armor is just a knight who hasn't had his armor tested oh nice it is is uh, i think kind of plays to the the same uh tune that um you know you may get older but if you haven't gone through different trials that'll make you grow then you know you just grow taller you grow older but not not necessarily wiser um achieving wisdom is is definitely something i think that um not everybody will get to um it's something that everybody will search for but in the end if if i just grow older and stay cynical i'm happy with that and for those people that are looking for wisdom you're not gonna find it here (laughs) thank you very much orgasmatron so <laughs> so is that the goal is to be wiser as you uh, grow older for some people um i don't really wish to change my perspective uh on life um you I, wouldn't want to learn more stuff and gain new experiences i would want to learn more stuff but at the same time take it up the butt a couple of times no nah, i'm good <laughs> how do you know you won't like it if you don't experience it there you go don't knock it till you try it bro um i'd rather fucking you know, just take someone's word for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, that raises a red flag. It, it raises a red flag. 
it just kind of sounds like um you're perfectly content with the um i guess like the fucking the library of knowledge that has been that you've been exposed to at this point and you're 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 perfectly fine with that you know in a sense i think it it, it does kind of tie into like an existential crisis uh on the grand scheme of, in the grand scheme of things i think that what we do while we're alive in a sense doesn't matter to the you know when you compare to the grand scheme of things the the universe as a whole oh shit um, you're it, getting a little bit nihilistic <laughs> yeah go ahead uh, just, go. just a little bit Feed me. Go Feed just me. a little bit <laughs> okay you know what like um in the grand scheme of things our our lives are are very insignificant um but you know within speak for yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know i i think i mean in a sense i i believe that no matter what you do um there's only certain things that you'll be remember, remembered for and you don't necessarily get to pick and choose what you'll be remembered for um at the end of the day we all fucking end up six feet underground so if you Fair. got if you got to pick and choose what you were remembered for, what do you want to be remembered for? Is it, dude? We've been over the story. Infinite big titty ginger bitch. <laughs> big titty ginger bitch. Um, I just don't want to fucking go. Is old. it so Arrested Development? In a sense, um, there's there's a lyric by the Who, and their song called um, "My Generation." Is that by the Rolling Stones? <laughs> no, it's by the Who. <laughs> Axel Rose, bro. Axel it's Rose. by the World Health Organization. Yeah. yeah what did they say? Yeah. They say that it's contagious and it's not contagious. Yeah, and then that you know it's not very likely that you contracted from fucking surfaces. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wait, oh wait, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Never mind. Let's backtrack. Um, you should be careful of what services you I come in contact hate that with. Song. Well, you, yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> fucking song. No, 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 please. The, okay, fucking... but uh, in regards to the song by the Who, yes. um, it's called "My Generation," and it says, "I hope I die before I get old." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Why? So not necessarily old in age. I mean, like old in perspective. Um, I I don't fucking want to be boring. I don't. I, I'm being boring right now. Okay. But I don't want to allow myself. To, I don't want to allow myself to become more boring. I I want to, um, just fucking try new things, dude. Except for butt sex. That's not. That's not. That's not. painful. Um, almost had yeah. I mean, Have it your way. <laughs> I mean, if I can fucking skydive at fifty, fifty-five. Um, if I could do different shit, if I can be in a fucking mosh pit when I'm 50. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that you doing the same shit though? Yeah. Not experiencing new shit? Yeah. But you're expecting it at a different level. Um, you know, mosh pit, for example, it, you know, it's, it's very different going into a mosh pit when you're 16 and full of testosterone and adrenaline than when you're 60 and you're thinking, fuck, I can't hang with these guys, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm going anyway. TRT. I do. What's TRT? Testosterone replacement therapy. Oh, hey, there you go. Did that exist? That's a thing. Um, also, <laughs> also, you kind of get like the advantage of old man strength in the pit. Come on, old like dad strength. Yeah, you know what I mean, like old man strength. Like we're like this like fucking eighteen year old punk 
talking shit to like a 50 year old yeah and then the 50 year old just like fucking wrecks him yeah because it's fucking old man strength yeah you got that advantage because you, because you've been there before you know <laughs> and, and it's not your first time and then you fucking you learn how to put your whole weight into it also yeah. you're like completely sick and tired of these fucking kids yeah Fucking just like, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking doing karate in your pit and shit, you know? Fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> so there's like an extra anger in there for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna show these kids how it's done. There you go. So this is your ex- existentialism here? Yes. Your existential angst is you wanna be able to pit when you're fifty. And you feel like you're not gonna be able to because you're old. Yeah, but I want to do it anyway. Okay. Just like you're going to want to drive when you're fucking 75 years old, even though you shouldn't. I don't give a fuck, dude. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my way. I'm old. My time is, ru- my time is running out. Country, I don't have time country for your kitchen fucking... Country kitchen buffet, here I come. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time for your fucking bullshit. Oh, I'm doing the fucking speed limit in the fast lane. Nah, yeah. fuck that. I'm fucking 70. I got places to be. My time is short. I hope you're driving fast when you're fucking old because generally doesn't seem to be the case out there. <laughs> I mean, I, I most like people start fearing their mortality and just kind of scared of everything. But why not embrace it? It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, I'm not saying don't embrace it. I'm just wondering what your goals are here. I just don't want to go through the typical, you know, uh, fucking midlife crisis at 50, you know. You don't want to be grandpa by the window with the blanket on your fucking knees is what you don't want. Nah. Jacking off until you get a heart attack. Nah. I think is what you're trying to say. And you're going to do that by <laughs> calling people big titty ginger bitch? No. No. But no? <laughs> it, that's just an exercise. <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just a mental exercise you know but i still got it yeah i got it <laughs> you gotta keep that brain nimble yeah. bro fuck yeah you gotta keep that brain nimble yeah. big titty ginger bitch <laughs> Porta, fat sack of shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> neck beard motherfucker <laughs> oh my god dude. let's go let's go out of the next beard let's progress here and try something Ooh, different fuck. we haven't tried before <laughs> let's do the damn thing <laughs> Butt sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of other things that we haven't tried yet. Oh my god. <laughs> so great uh, transition. Mick Keller. <laughs> okay. Uh so I have in my hands here Raspberry Blush. It's a Berliner Berliner That's style tough when you're drunk, beer huh? <laughs> brewed with raspberries and coffee. Yes, it is. Drink fresh. Raspberries um, and coffee, dude. Yeah. Whoa. So we have here um, on the can, we have what we can presume to be a woman. Again, presume. I'm not assuming. <laughs> Two <laughs> totally different things. No, I'm not assuming a gender. Um, <laughs> what looks to be a bowl of raspberries. Presume. Presume. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this beer is a 4% ABV. Nothing, um, you know, to write home about. A little on ABV, but I'm hoping that it makes up for it in flavor. Don't tell me what not to write home about. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> raspberries and coffee, okay. I believe, is going to be a very interesting um, 
uh blend here so whoever fucking heard of such a thing right yeah i mean fuck i've never thought about starbucks putting raspberries in my coffee <laughs> possibly possibly i didn't know that i didn't okay. know that there was but anyway, raspberry coffee like bud sex don't knock it till you try it <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go, go. <laughs> now that being said let's crack this bitch open let's do the damn thing now you're turning to a catcher <laughs> i'm sorry that job has already been assigned to you I don't want it. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna take it. That's what he said. <laughs> Literally, take that shit balls deep. What? <laughs> Was it unintentional butt sex? Accidental Surprise. sodomy, fool. Accidental sodomy. Surprise butt sex. Surprise butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever it. floats your boat. That's called rape. No, it's accidental. But it's surprise. I fell and I stumbled onto your butthole. It feels like there's some sort of conspiracy here. No conspiracy to speak of. It uh, is, it's purely accidental. It, it's accidental. I, f- I fell and stumbled onto your dick. <laughs> <laughs> or no, your asshole. I stumbled onto your asshole. No, he's a Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees with me. This is the greatest accident to happen. We are treading uncharted waters here. Your asshole. <laughs> it's not uncharted. It's never been charted. Oh damn! All right. Nobody has ever made charts of it. <laughs> it's not uncharted. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I don't know what to say about that. It's a pretty nice diagram on my Facebook. All right. Send me the link. It's DM. A Ven- it's a- DM me. It's a Venn diagram. Okay. What so you there? have two assholes. What are the two? So sides? you have two assholes that fucking converge into one. What? Venn diagram. No, it's my butt cheeks. Oh, okay. But what yeah. does the Venn diagram look like, though? So it's your ass, right? Yeah, yeah. But then there's like the two circles, <laughs> right? And then it says my person- butt cheeks. Hold on, it says on one side it says my personality, and then the other one says my solid waste uh, excreter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in the middle, angel. <laughs> in the outfield, <laughs> catching. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was trying to argue that he stumbled onto my butthole, and I'm trying to argue that, that he stumbled onto his dick. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I did. I stumbled. Either way, the results are the same. <laughs> Raspberry and coffee. Thank you very much, McKellar. <laughs> Thank you, McKellar Brewing Company, oh, for a beautiful woo! combination. That's what, like blood and shit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it that way. Holy shit! Bloody yeah. halo. Mind blown. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna meet each other for some raspberry coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, we all got, right. We fuck, got, we fucked this one up. Go ahead. <laughs> we all right. We poured this fucking action. Let's pour a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even fucking hear that shit anymore. <laughs> like your anus. You can't hear it anymore. <laughs> It's like you fart and no one hears anything. <laughs> See, you're always funny when this place presses stop. It's going. It's not recording. Oh, okay. It's, it's not like recording. Hot dogs into a cave. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Do echoes make that sound? Do fucking echoes to go? They go echo, echo, echo. That's what echo. That's what echo sounds like. <laughs> oh, Greek fuck. mythology will have you think otherwise. 
What? What, what do you mean? Echo, Greek mythology. Yeah. Echo was a female. Okay. Or male. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I can't don't assume, assume anybody the gender, bro. <laughs> Echo was a fucking Greek mythology uh, figure. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And then what happened? What about her? I don't or know. Him? She fucking yelled at Echo. She heard. Fucking, <laughs> she heard. She heard her own voice fucking reverberate. Uh huh. So, yeah. And then what happened? It became Greek mythology. So le- <laughs> legend says, as you hear. <laughs> You hear her voice coming back at you whenever you go on. Oh, cinema. that's her. Yeah, that's her. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. It, it's not. The it's not you. Of your it's not you. It's, it's her. her. <laughs> She's her doomed fool. to repeat your fucking voice. It's her going echo, 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 echo. <laughs> She's doomed to repeat your voice. Fucking Sisyphus over here. Fucking doomed to repeat your fucking voice. <laughs> oh God. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the beer, huh? It hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Fuck you. Echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you too, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, ready? Okay. Okay. I guess. Well, I can say right off the bat, this beer um has a beautiful color to it. Uh, it almost looks like the bottom part of it is a little bit of like a rose color, and then at the very top it has like a uh like a peach, uh, um fucking type color to it. Um, it's not very translucent at all. In fact, it's a little hazy for a sour. Um, and uh, <laughs> on on the nose, I smell Check coffee. That out, dude. I smell coffee. I smell raspberry. <laughs> So wow. already this smells promising. Yeah. All right. The color on this is beautiful. I think blush is a wonderful name. There you go. For, for the beer. Yeah. Um, this kind of looks like fucking ruby red grapefruit juice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got that like distinctive Some of that fucking o- ocean ocean uh, spray spray. Yeah. For sure, it's got a very distinctive grapefruit juice kind of look to it. And the color, it's opaque. It's hazy. Um, but we know that's not in here. We know that it's raspberries and coffee. The nose gives me a very complex marriage of fruited sour and fucking roasty coffee. Roasty this coffee, is indeed. Ridiculous. Yeah. I would have never thought that this, I'd fucking hold a beer that looks, tastes, can't wait to fucking taste it, but God, I can't man, wait to taste this it. It's fucking either. ridiculous. I, I don't understand this at all. Yeah. This is, a, this smells truly amazing. It smells like a freshly roasted fucking coffee. Yeah. Uh, mixed with fucking raspberries. What the fuck? Uh, this color is fucking amazing. It's kind of reminiscent of the guava dia that we mentioned earlier this episode. Uh, For sure. It's kind of like pinkish, peachish, fucking hazy. <laughs> it's fucking truly fucking beautiful. Um, I can't wait to fucking try this. Let's do a damn thing, man. Let's Cheers. See what the folks Cheers. in my color do. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Mm. oh man where do i start with this i get the fucking tart from the raspberry because the sweetness from the raspberry i get the underlying roastiness of the coffee um it's got a very crisp dry finish to it um 
I'm enjoying this. This is great. This is um, something I myself would probably not have conceived. This is absolutely, definitely a fucking Berlin, Berliner style. Dude, just fucking fucked every pronunciation of Berliner style-wise the whole episode. Um, this is a fucking fruited sour. Let's keep it at that. But it's unlike any other fruited sour I've ever had before. I personally fucking really enjoy coffee in my beer. Uh, I, I'm very partial to dark beers and just fucking beautiful stouts with roasty malts. And uh, this this sour offers me a roasty fucking coffee deliciousness. Uh, I, I would care for more on the palate, uh, but on the nose, it's fucking very prominent. The body of this is uh, very light, very light to medium light, and the the upfront fucking punch is a tartness on the fucking raspberry. Um, I, I'm appreciating the fucking uh, slight jamminess, slight syrupiness of the raspberry, but that roastiness is fucking curious. I would have never thought I'd seen a fucking sour with with some coffee roast to it. Leave it to my color to fucking come up with some kind of uh, Frankenstein brew like this. Definitely. Where it makes us two, di- two different uh, um, types of beer. I mean, really, realistically, it's one style of beer, but it brings in different elements. Um, I, for one, can say I've had a sour that features coffee in it before. So, that I mean, that, that, ha- that has to mean something. Yeah, we've always known McKellar to be fucking experimental. Definitely. Uh this is truly fucking incredible. I, I don't know where the fuck they put the roast in this because it doesn't look like it would have any coffee here. Uh, but it's there. It's very fucking prominent right at the fucking end of the fucking palette. Um, and it works well with this fucking style. Oh, yeah. Which is surprising. But I mean, you would kind of expect that coming from coffee to work with a little bit of bitterness because as it does in nature, it becomes bitter when you roast it. So it it complements the style really well surprisingly um not something i was expecting it's bitter it's roasty it's it's fucking complex and interesting it's wow i will say that the first beer i ever had from a color um i can't oh actually now i do remember the name it was called mexis ranger and it was a fucking oddball of a beer mm-hmm. um I went for it just because because of its uniqueness. It uh, like was a, like a sixteen point nine ounce bottle, something small. It and had it had a yellow crossing. label. Yellow label had uh, yeah, fucking people fucking crossing so on it. Yeah, it had uh, fucking chili peppers, okay. avocado leaves, yeah. um, uh, Asian use, bourbon barrels, all kinds of bullshit. Yes, they used, and it was brewed in Berlin at that time. Yes, they so, used Serrano chili peppers. Serrano oh, chipotle, chipotle chili peppers for that one. That's what something like that but yeah. it was just fucking way out of left field <laughs> 2013 and, i believe and it was by an american brewer <laughs> using this hispanic ingredients brewed in fucking belgium and that enough sold me on it and then um my first experience with my color was really good uh, i was very eclectic and um i've been inclined towards the brews ever, ever since uh i know i can expect something that I haven't had before from McKellar. And um, I can usually expect top-notch quality. 
There's a separation there, isn't there? Uh, there's yeast here, oh. is what I'm noticing. Um, uh, really, uh, fucking big ups to McKellar. They really, they really come a long way. <clears throat> there was a conversation off mic a little earlier, and you were telling me about how happy you were to see that they've made a name for themselves. Fuck yeah. And they have come further than we would have ever guessed. They've um, come a lot further than I would have imagined for them. Yeah. Um, um, given their humble roots. For sure. Humble roots, humble roots. And I believe that we've shared that story here before. I believe so. Um, so I, it's I won't worth get me into telling. I, I won't get into it. I'll tell you this much about McKellar Brewing. McKellar Brewing San Diego. McKellar Brewing New York. McKellar Brewing Los Angeles. McKellar Brewing Tokyo, Berlin, Ukraine, uh, Hungary, uh, Japan. I'm hungry too. Fucking, <laughs> uh, did I say Italy already? No, fucking. I don't so. uh, these these motherfuckers are everywhere. They are worldwide. Tokyo, these motherfuckers are worldwide. They have gone well past making a name for themselves, and they have established a culture of experimental brewing. And um, that's why I'm always excited to see anything that these fu these fucking guys put on the table mm -hmm. because they're never gonna they're never gonna offer you. A fucking beer. It's always gonna be McKellar's take on a fucking beer. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm sure I've shared this before. Uh. Probably top three for me ever in beers has got to be. Uh, I'm not gonna place it. Just somewhere in the top three is McKellar's Milk Stout, uh, 2013, 2012, and that that beer really fucking opened my eyes to um fucking like just beautifully crafted wonderfully fucking nurtured ingredients and an experimental fucking process you're putting lactose in a beer that was the first fucking beer that i ever saw did that and uh the body that that it um that it showcased was delectable and creamy and it had a little fucking beautiful roast to it, it had a fucking sweetness to it and and it just introduced me to a whole nother tier of experimental brewing that showcased passion. Uh, fucking McKellar Brewing Company is a winner in my book. I think they've hit it out of the park with fucking blush. And touching on that subject, um, you know, many years ago, um, incorporating lactose into beer was something that was relatively, relatively new. And now you're seeing more and more of it. You're seeing more and more people using lactose for their... Unfortunately the, for you. Unfortunately <laughs> for me, but it's okay. Um, it definitely adds some creaminess and a different type of, uh, of uh, a sweet character to beer that I don't believe anything else can add to it. Um, you guys have had your fair share of lactose uh, um, enhanced beers. Uh, you know, I've, I've had my share. Sometimes prepared, sometimes not. But either way, um, it definitely adds uh, a creamy feel to it. Um, and I think in some ways, although they don't readily acknowledge it or take even take credit for it, um, they're definitely on the forefront of a lot of different beer styles and, and um, ingredients that you typically wouldn't consider adding to beer. Um, but their influence is definitely um alive and well within the craft beer community you got a rating for this one 
Um, I gotta take another swig, man. There's there's a lot going on in this fucking beer. I heard the fuck up then. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I am gonna give McKellar's Raspberry Blush. I'm gonna give it a very respectable eight. Um, it's very unusual right off the bat. You're thinking raspberry coffee. How I think the right fuck? off the bat is um is is Orgasmatron's favorite. You I'm gonna so? pay, I think yeah. so. Right off the bat. Along with that being said. <laughs> that being said. Oh, sure. that's his new that being said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay, right um, I, I think it's it's a very um unlikely partnership between coffee and, and, and uh raspberry. Um but I'm here to tell you that it works. They do well enough that you can easily, easily, very easily distinguish both of the different flavors. There's definitely raspberry in there. There's tartness. Uh, there's a little bit of the roastiness of the coffee coming through. And um, it's all orchestrated very beautifully in this beer. Um, so I feel that this deserves an eight. An eight. Very good. Yourself? 8.5. Um. This is truly incredible. I don't know how, what who fucking what fucking guru out there fucking decided to mix fucking raspberry and coffee, but goddamn, holy shit, this is fucking incredible. Um, it would rate higher if the ABV was higher, but agreed. Typical of this style, it doesn't go too high anyway. Yeah. So even four percent is a little low for it, but um, ABV would bring it up a little higher for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, on taste and presentation alone, it, it definitely merits an eight. Yeah, I think uh, you make this like five and a half, six percent. I'm fucking all over a nine on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they give you exactly what they promised, and it, it's really well done. I'm gonna give these guys an eight. This is a wonderful fucking take on a sour. I would never fucking imagine this pairing in a beer. And I think it just really solidifies my passion in craft beer. It's um, fucking hell. Uh, a few years ago, I would have never guessed that there'd be this many different styles and this many different flavor profiles. And um, it, it's it's wonderful. I'm having a fucking great time. And McKellar is helping me fucking out through it. Mm-hmm. The Blush Raspberry Coffee, it's a winner in my book. Obviously, low ABV. I would care for a little bit more roast here. I want more coffee in here. I want tons of more coffee in here. And that would make this a 10. That that would bump up the rating, yes. So I'd say emphasize something that's so fucking off base. And then um, right off the bat, then you'd hit a home run. Isn't it amazing, (laughs) though, how they're able to incorporate coffee into this? Yeah. The fucking hue on this beer, it, it, you know, just by looking at it, you wouldn't even think that there's any coffee in it whatsoever. Right. Because it it just fucking takes on the color of, like, you know, fucking peach or, like you said, fucking grapefruit juice. Right. And there's, like, no hints of any kind of roasted malts, any kind of fucking actual coffee being brewed into this bitch. So, um... I feel like this is it's amazing. This is something that has been coming though. I mean, 
a lot of different breweries have done their take on a white stout. So you're looking at a fucking thing that looks like a lager. It's just fucking yellow and with a little bit of head and it tastes like fucking coffee. So, I mean, why not take that and do shit like this? I mean, it it, it is truly fucking amazing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm still uh, kind of thrown aback on this. Of course it is. Fuck yeah, it is. When he smelled it, I was like, what the fuck? There's actually coffee here. You know what? I'll be honest. I saw the pour and I was like, oh, I don't think there's going to be very much coffee in there. Mm-hmm. But it's on the nose. It's fucking right on the palate. Um, do I wish it was a little bit more roasty? I'd care yeah. for a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I'd care for a lot more. Yeah. But I mean, uh, there's no denying that there's definitely fucking coffee in this. Still, yeah. still gets an eight in my book. Oh, yeah. Which is very respectable. All right. Eight All for right. me. 8.5 eight very good all right so i don't think we're gonna follow that um <laughs> yeah uh, so big titty ginger bitch yeah much like this beer uh it's got a lovely <laughs> uh fire crotch fucking color to it <laughs> <laughs> anyway um real question here do any of you motherfuckers read the comments after you're done drinking off no there's some interesting shit on there i i, I read after the- I read the comments. Yeah. I, read the, I read the comments. On some videos, is fucking legit. People asking like, hey, how the fuck do I get past this X level on this video game? And there's people who literally fucking type out a walkthrough for it. Oh, my fucking On the fucking <laughs> wow. I know. Of course. Don't ask me how I know. I've, I've just, yeah. you know, okay. <laughs> I, I've kind of just uh, heard of this, but I can't verify. So, okay. Yeah. Typically, I would jerk off and then just close the screen and then walk away <laughs> you know there's some entertainment value in the in the comments <laughs> so i've been told <laughs> i like how the thing that you're ashamed of is not that you're watching porn but that you're reading the comments on the porn i like that that's where you're never ashamed. ashamed of watching porn the worst part is he's reading them after he's jerked off already <laughs> so yeah he's because just sitting there reading comments yeah because i think that initially you had posed that as like Come on, I can't be the only guy that like jerks off and finishes, like, finishes watching, and then still keeps watching the video, right? Yeah, I like, can't be the only motherfucker that does yeah, that. You watch I think the you video are still no. after. After you like, I mean, it, okay, it depends <laughs> on the situation. Okay. If I have time, yeah. So sunny day, <laughs> if, if birds I, are chirping, <laughs> if if I have time and I've already nutted and I feel like being entertained, I will read through the fucking comments. Okay. Okay, but what about watching the video to the end? Have you watched it? Have you? Do you watch the video still after? Uh, I mean, I skip ahead to my favorite scenes. Oh, you like have favorite scenes? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, when I watch a new video, I'll kind of skip ahead and see what's good. Okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just depends, you know, the situation. I might read the comments. I might not. I might just fucking close the window when I'm done. Who knows? Forget about reading the comments. You're watching the video. Uh, uh. After you finished, after you came, mm-hmm. you're still watching this video. Sometimes, yeah, more than likely. For the story, For right? the story? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, do you go fucking pay 20 bucks to go see an action movie and not stay for the ending? I mean, come on. So then what happened? Because... See, because I never. Done I need this. closure. So, <laughs> so like I never like stick around for that kind of shit. So like, like, did the pizza man lose his job? Oh, yeah, like, you, yeah, you're okay. missing out, bro. Did like the guy stay with her and then they raised the kid? They or, lived happily ever after. 
I mean, I don't know. Does, does a fucking stepbrother fucking tell the mom that she's fucking a hoe? They get Maybe. caught, dude. That's the whole point. It depends. Sometimes it's not always well, like my that. head they get caught because I don't finish the fucking video. Maybe you should fucking consider finishing the video for once. But I'm already done jerking off. All right, but there's Dude, entertainment value right. built into this shit. Does the stepsister um, and the stepbrother go to family counseling after? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched any of this, so. I mean, I don't see why not. You know, you fucking you got your dick wet. You know, everyone's happy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so big titty ginger bitch yeah yeah. okay um oh um yeah you're telling us about uh one of the fucking one of your favorite redheaded porn stars right yeah Yeah. uh jessica (laughs) robin formerly known as jessica rabbit no shit okay um she's not you know super well known but uh She's got. Uh, uh, she married Roger Rabbit. What do you mean she's not well known? <laughs> okay, in the movie, but this is a real life. She's real. Fool. The movie was real. Toontown uh, is real. No, it wasn't. Half of it was live was Fucking animated. <laughs> anyway, half of so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Toontown exists mm-hmm. in our world, so it's real. Uh. Okay. Just talk about the porn thing, yeah. please. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, big titty ginger bitch. Yeah, big yeah. titty ginger bitch. Jessica Robin. <laughs> You're welcome. No, definitely. I will say it one more time, Jessica Robin. Send me yes. a link. Uh, how about you just fucking search Jessica Robin, you fucking lazy about, asshole. Next time I'm going to jerk off, I'm going to text you for the link. That's the way you know I'm jerking off. That's right fine. Just, just don't do it right when you're fucking drinking off. And then Crazy. I'll text you after I'm done watching the video. Okay. And then text me what you think of the comments, too. <laughs> I've Dude. read some comments. I'm not saying I haven't read any comments. Okay. But I don't. So I'm not the only one. I don't stay on this site after I've done masturbating. Some of these fucking comments are hilarious, dude. You're missing out. Maybe. It's, it's wasted content. Dude, I never got past like the first level of Battletoads on the SNES. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. Battletoads? What the fuck are you talking about? He's going to get a fucking tutorial on fucking Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, what more of a tutorial do you need? You know, fucking your. Battletoads and Double Dragon? That shit was hard, bro. Especially the, the part where you have to go on like those like. Oh, you mean like an actual video game tutorial? Okay, I see. I see. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some of that. People ask for fucking help, like, how do I get better at fucking Call of Duty? You know? <laughs> how do I conquer the Gulag? You know, Pornhub, <laughs> dude, the Gulag, the is, gulag really is a hard, motherfucker. Though. It's really hard. <laughs> King of the Gulag, bro. There you go. Fuck we'll show you, you up. Hey, well. I will show well. you your fucking Suck fellow, your fellow nymphomaniac motherfuckers will will give you every step of the way. Um, on, on how to conquer the gulag there. You have a question, dude? The fucking Pornhub community is there for you. Yeah, I mean, where else are you going to find Call of Duty players other than Pornhub and Call of Duty? I mean, you go to forums, and forums will just fucking call you trash and shit. True. On Pornhub, people will fucking help you, fool. Yeah, because they just finished masturbating. They're not all fucking yeah. angsty. Exactly. They got those fucking endorphins running through them. You know, they're, they're in a good mood. I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> <laughs> just close the fucking screen after you're done masturbating dude 
It's fucking easy. Be then how will I ever get good at the gulag? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I always crouch and go left and then look right. That's my strategy. Okay. Does it work for you? No. They need a new fucking strategy, <laughs> asshole. I know. That's why I'm going to go up to Pornhub tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's education. If you want to get past the gulag. educational. Go to Pornhub.com. <laughs> this episode. Ask your fellow fucking. Wasted content. Ask your fellow man. And they will answer. Pornhub.com forward slash wasted content. <laughs> Actually, we're going to put wasted content on Pornhub. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm down. All right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Ban us? <laughs> we're talking about jessica robin yeah you know it's funny uh for the longest time youtube considered banning fucking videos about firearms and shit so fucking uh pornhub is like all right we got you yep yeah yep (laughs) there were nra videos all over the place yeah wonderful yeah just the most like uh accepting um media sharing platform it's the best platform dude for fucking just open discussion about anything including how to conquer the gulag <laughs> that sounds like innuendo too oh. <laughs> i'm just saying there's some there's something for everybody there coffee oh. and raspberries um <laughs> yes, yes very okay, much I'm, so i'm done dude I'm yeah done. same here same here i'm off yep Fuck okay this. yeah no, no, that's okay. enough of that that's enough that's of that um uh, righty, fucking thank you for joining us on wasted content Episode 46, this has been a strange journey. I sound like a fucking uh, teenager NPR. writing in their yearbook or some shit. What a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> With Jackie, what's her name? What, what Jackie something from the 70s show? Yeah, I'm trying to uh, What's her name? It's not Pinciotti. Pinciotti is the, no, that's, the ginger, big titty ginger bitch. Yeah, for sure. Thank I you. I can't remember. Jackie something heart burn heart break heart something some bullshit like that yeah, anyway. who cares what a long strange trip has been mm-hmm. Mr. Orgasmatron thank yes. you for joining us in the wasted space brother always a pleasure <laughs> Mr. Osmandius thank you for joining us always a pleasure <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Ah, I'm Ozymandias. I am Anthropos. I am the one Gasmophon. The outstretched Gasmophon. <laughs> See you next week. Peace. <laughs>